AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at AutoTrader.com slash finally it's easy. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're expecting to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Upside down. And that term in and of itself, of course, is 
day by day taking on new meanings, new meanings. Yes. Well, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But as we get into that tonight, we're live. We do the show live to include you because this isn't a, a, a soapbox, soapbox type session. This isn't a session where we get together and preach or try and convince anybody of anything. We're just throwing ideas around. We're considering the possibilities of all the things that are out there, including all of that stuff I talked about and more than that. Uh, and so, well, as part of that, uh, you know, I don't have any insiders or any sort of, uh, you know, anything other than you. Basically, if you're out there listening right now or anytime ever, you are the secret weapon of troubled minds. Because, of course, this uh, is a two-way conversation. If you're out there hearing me right now, it's Thursday night. It's a little bit after uh, 7 on, uh, yeah, on what, what day is it, actually? It's a little bit before Halloween, October 28th, as it were. And uh, yeah, well, you're the secret weapon, meaning uh, that who knows what you think about this, about the things we're about to talk about. I don't know. I can't consider it. I can't conceive of it because I'm only one person. And so when you guys call in and be part of this show and part of this conversation, it uh, turns everything on its ear. And that's a good thing. That's a good way. Because if we live in the upside down and things get turned on its ear, well, then we're halfway going to the right side back up, if you know what I'm talking about, right? So uh, excuse my poor analogies, but that's the way things are. Uh, you are the secret weapon of this show, and as a result, we are streaming, of course, on several platforms, including Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and of course, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And so as a result of that, well, we have a phone number, and you can give us a call at any time during the show at this phone number right here, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037, and you can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Both the phone number and the Discord link are there, and uh, both work. So uh, we're uh, not only uh, rolling the, the phone number, which is from um, Las Vegas, like I said, uh, tr- uh, the actual Discord is free. It's the, That's the best part. It's free. It's uh, people all over the world use it because uh, we have people listening to the show all over the world. And I realize that a uh, normal area code type phone number doesn't work. So we have both. So once again, troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. Also join the other Discord chat room, pretty please, at uh, fringe.fm slash chat. That will put you in. Uh, I'm watching all of them. I'm watching all the chats and all the places and trying to keep up. Like I said, uh, everything everything looks easier on TV, but uh, I do my best. And that's what we're doing tonight. So, okay. Uh, now, the deal is this, right? Uh, with all that said, I'm sure you heard the news, right? This has been sort of rumored over the past week or maybe 10 days, something like this, that uh, our good friend Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, that Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the guy looks like Data from uh, from uh, The Next Generation, Star Trek The Next Generation, that guy. Yeah, well, he's, he's going to be rebranding uh, Facebook, right? Uh, Facebook, one of those uh, those actual... Um, what you, t- topics that are near and dear to my heart, right? Facebook, good old Facebook, right? Everybody knows uh, I have a nice, close relationship with Facebook, and uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, so much so that we left Facebook uh, maybe, what, six weeks ago, something like that, to join Rockfin. Uh, it kind of happened around the same time, and we left Facebook because, well, they were grotesquely limiting our reach. Uh, okay, and it's not... It's not a conspiracy theory. It is a fact. It's a fact. 
it is an ab- absolute fact. Like I said, if you go to our uh, our page on Facebook, we had 42,000 followers, something like this. And we'd stream, we'd go live on uh, just like we're doing now on all the other platforms. And we get uh, eight people, 10 people, 12 people show up, right? Like, okay, that, that certainly checks out, doesn't it? That math seems solid. That if you have uh, 40,000 followers on a particular page and uh, 10 show up, yeah, that seems solid. That tracks, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, I decided, okay, well, uh, we've been putting out quality content for years, literally years on Facebook, and apparently they don't appreciate it. So that's fine. If you want to chop chop out all the notifications of the people that want this type of content, and uh, right, well, then that's what you get. Sorry, Facebook. We left. We left Facebook. All right? Because they're screwing up, obviously, in a lot of ways. All right? Well, uh, not just that. Like I said, I have a nice close relationship with Facebook, knowing very much about their, uh, let's say, inner workings from the outside, because I've done some Facebook ads in the past, and I'm pretty familiar with how that stuff works. And, of course, uh, well, um, how dirty they can be. Uh, Of course, and like I said, 40,000-plus followers on a particular Facebook page, and they just steal them from you. Yeah, outright theft. Because, well, not only uh, can't you reach them, now you have to pay to reach the people that you've already uh, already accumulated, right? You've already earned those people. Maybe even already paid for those people through Facebook ads in the old days. But now, well, now you can't reach any of them unless you pay to reach them again. So, okay, fine. Got it. Well, we'll just leave and uh, go somewhere else. Speaking of going somewhere else, by the way, uh, we are going to talk about Facebook tonight because there is Facebook news. We'll get to that in just a moment. But around the time we left Facebook, what, like six weeks, eight weeks? It's, It's been something like that. Let's call it two months, somewhere in that range. We started on Rockfin, and Rockfin, of course, is a uh, it's a competitor to YouTube, to uh, to uh, Patreon, to, to 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 streaming on Facebook, right? And so, in just the couple months we've been on Rockfin tonight, as pointed out by Robert, thank you, Robert, for pointing that out. I was watching it pretty close, hoping we get to a thousand followers on Rockfin by Halloween. Well, we beat it. It's uh, t- again October twenty eighth, and we hit a, a thousand tonight, a thousand and two to be precise, as of this moment. And so that's that's a very good thing. And another good thing about Rockfin, if you guys aren't on that platform, is it's a free speech platform. Meaning, uh, if, I don't, if I say something stupid, well, uh, they're not going to take me down and cancel my world because, well, uh, I said something stupid. Now, again, I try very hard not to say stupid things, okay? It's uh, like I said, you, you put a microphone in front of your face for th- three hours, four times a week, and additional news shows and all the other stuff I do, videos and whatnot, and you try not to say something stupid, all right? It's hard. It's hard. Why? Because we're human. That's why. And so in, in any case, a free speech platform is uh, what, not, among many things what Rockfin is, and we've already hit 1,000 followers over there because, well, that's right, uh, they're not limiting algorithms to keep people out from hearing particular messages. So anyway, with that in mind, uh, thank you again to Rockfin. Thanks again to Robert for helping us get over there. He sent a really nice email that helped us get in. Rockfin's an invite-only community. And uh, without uh, support from all of you fine folks and Robert for sending that fantastic email, we wouldn't be on that platform at all. So if they yank YouTube and everything else from us tomorrow, well, you know where to find us. There you go. All right. So uh, let's talk about Facebook then a little bit more than we already have. Now, you may have noticed that in the uh, the past, like I said, week, 10 days, we have this going on. All right. 
this Mark Zuckerberg thing. So not only do we have, uh, we talked about the Facebook papers happening where uh, all kinds of internal memos have leaked. We've got the Facebook whistleblower. And, you know, I've been calling for a very long time to break up big tech because they're becoming not just a, a monopoly, they're becoming like a worldwide force and becoming more powerful than uh, governments. And so, well, you tell me, do you think that's a good thing? I don't think that's a good thing. I think they're uh, they're putting pressure on governments to police speech. I think that they're uh, they're doing all the things that they shouldn't be doing, right? In the name of again, right? Y- your mental health. They're they're taking your data, and what are they giving you? They're giving you a crappy platform to uh, share emojis on and share your you know what you cook for breakfast type stuff. No, I mean you know uh, the 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 company line is they're bringing people together, right? I'm not so sure that's the case because well we'll get into some of that tonight as well. But anyway, the big news is this. The big news is this. This is from TheVerge.com. And yeah, you got it. Mark Zuckerberg on why Facebook is rebranding to Meta. Meta. Yeah, right? Meta. That's the name. You guys know what a Meta is? Like a Meta strategy? Sort of like, you know, uh, looking at the game outside of the game. Like you're not, you know, uh, Meta strategy. Uh, Anyway. All right. So we'll get to Meta in a little bit. But here we go. The company wants to move past past the confusion and awkwardness of sharing a name with its main app. Oh, is that what's happening? Is that what's happening? Uh, I get it. Okay, so so they're not trying to run away from this Facebook papers thing. They're not trying to run away from the scorched earth policy they've had uh, where they just ban people willy-nilly because you go outside of their idea of what uh, good speech and good ideas are, right? They're, not, they're, they're running away from these scandals that are happening right now. They're literally blowing up in their face as we speak, right? As we speak. We'll get into some of that tonight as well. But but okay, all right, fine. So Facebook is no longer Facebook. Well, I mean, it is still, right? Because if you go there right now, it still says Facebook. I checked. And uh, right, well, uh, the larger umbrella company is now called Meta. Meta. All right, Meta. Cool. That's fine, right? I'm sure that's all fine. Well, let's let's find out what that means. Why Meta, of all things? And yeah, there we go. For the first time in 17 years, Mark Zuckerberg has a new job title. This is from TheVerge.com. On Thursday, he officially became the CEO and chairman of Meta, the new parent company name for Facebook. Oh, sweet. The rebrand is about solidifying the social media giant as being about the metaverse. Oh, the metaverse. Love that. Which Zuckerberg sees as the future of the Internet. Zuckerberg is staying in control of everything. He told me in an interview, this is written by Alex Health. This looks right, Alex Health. Uh, He told Alex Health, not me, told Alex in an interview that unlike the founders of Google, who stepped aside in 2015 when it became part of a holding company called Alphabet, he has no plans to give up the top job. Well, thank goodness for that. I mean, uh, Zuck has done such a fantastic job uh, getting to the point where he's using all of our information against us and, uh, you know, making us hate each other, right? And that's what's going on. Uh, I talk about this all the time. I talk about uh, how social media is a dangerous place, how, uh, like, you're given credit, you're given points for uh, flinging poo at each other, digital poo, right, for hating on each other, for uh, dehumanizing people people, right? The political spectrum of the lefty-righty divide. All this stuff I talk about all the time. And guess what? You're right. This is politics, right? This is what they do. It's divide and conquer. If we're busy fighting each other, we're not busy demanding 
Washington does a better job, right? It's simple. It's literally as simple as that. That's the strategy. That's what they do, and that's why everything is so perfectly divided and subdivided and why they try and make you hate me. That's it, and make me hate you, right? And the deal is, like, think about this. You wonder, right? Like, everybody thinks, well, I'm, I'm far too smart to fall for that, right? There's no chance, like Facebook and this political divide and all the spectrum and all the stuff that's going on out there, there's no chance they're doing that to me. I'm way too smart for that. Have you lost any family members recently? Have you lost any friends, longtime friends, let's say in the last four to six years? Has your circle become infinitely smaller or even smaller by small chunks because people can't stand you anymore or vice versa? Why do you think this is happening? If you're not in that category at all, congratulations. Congratulations. But like I said, we all think we're too smart for this. And yet, right, you, you see all the division all around. The people arguing at each other, dehumanizing each other so they can call each other Nazis. Nazis, people. Nazis. Yeah, those people. Nazis. Can you believe that? They're saying, if you don't vote like me, you are a Nazi. And they're doing it on both sides, all right? Like, there's, what, what, what how, how many worse things can you think of to call somebody than a Nazi, right? What, like, maybe a pedophile, maybe a murderer, right? All of the above? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not drawing those equations. All those are disgusting and terrible things. But I'm just telling you, how much lower can you go? And part of the, the deal here is that it's to dehumanize your opponents so you feel okay attacking them, so you feel okay canceling them, so you feel okay making them lose their job because they said something they shouldn't have said, right? Is that okay? Is that really okay? Like, I don't give a damn how correct you think you are. Is that okay? Hmm. I have a hard time with that one. And you know why? Because I think it's wrong. I think it's okay to say what you want to say, to say your piece, to go after people, to, to, to literally dehumanize people and try and take food out of their mouth, out of their family's mouth. We're, uh, we're, we're in a bad place. We're in a bad place, guys. But okay, here's the thing. And it's not just us. It's human nature, clearly, right? The divide and conquer has been around for a very, very long time. And not only that, well, we have uh, Facebook now doing what they do, which is, of course, uh, pitting us against each other politically, again, economically, uh, by the color of our skin, all the things, right? It's, uh, it's ridiculous, like uh, sexuality, you name it. You name it, and they've divided and subdivided it and tried to make us hate each other. And we'll get to that. I have proof of that. Guess why? Because it's a scandal coming out right now as we speak. But guess what's happening in the happy, dappy, dancy world of Mark Zuckerberg? Oh, he's rebranding the company because, well, he's ready to rule not just over this universe, but over your dystopian metaverse. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. More from this article, TheVerge.com. Headline is this, Mark Zuckerberg on why Facebook is rebranding to Meta. Meta. All right, so here we go. Instead, the change is about recognizing a shift inside the company that's already taken place. Zuckerberg has been pouring billions of dollars, at least 10 billions this year, alone into building the metaverse. 
the metaverse. That's right. An expansive, immersive vision of the internet taken from the pages of sci-fi novels like Snow Crash and Ready Player One. Has anybody read those books or seen anything to do with that? Anybody know what we're talking about here? The actual metaverse? Anybody know? Uh, oh, oh, Todd. Oh, I'm going to get to proof. There's proof. Facebook's dividing us. I'm sorry. Uh, it is. It's true. It's 100% true. They're guilty of it, caught red-handed, and there's documents to prove it. And, okay, in any case, Snow Crash, Ready Player One. You guys seen this? How about uh, go back to the 80s? You guys remember the movie Tron? Yeah, I mean, this isn't a brand new idea, but it's one of those simple things that uh, is uh, an idea that's been around for a very long time. I mean, some people, we've even talked about the fact that we possibly live in a simulation as it is, right? Like maybe we are in a metaverse already, and this is now the metaverse of the metaverse, right? Like uh, what did uh, Elon Musk say? It's probably unlikely we live in the base reality. Well... (laughs) well okay here we go let's let's read a little bit more of this and we'll get to what a metaverse is tonight and i don't know what are your feelings on this the metaverse is basically a fake reality that's what the metaverse is like they haven't already cheapened the reality we live in with the tech that just a technocratic overreach the algorithms that stoke hatred and all the rest of this, now, well, they're not satisfied taking over the regular universe, as it were. Let's say the known universe and human stand, by human standards. But how about the metaverse? All right? So here we go. We're going to get to this in a sec here. But uh, yeah, what is the metaverse? Again, uh, Snow Crash, Ready Player One, you guys seen this? Quote, I think we're basically moving from being Facebook first as a company to being metaverse first. He told me over the phone this week. This is, again, an uh, article written by Alex Health. Uh, And while details are slim, uh, a unified account system is going to be introduced to span all the company's social apps, the Oculus Quest headset, portal, and future devices. That means you won't need a Facebook account to use the Quest. All right. Yeah, fine. All right. Sure, fine. Sure, fine, Zuck, right? All the things that you said uh, in the past that you basically have lied about, flat out lied about, which we'll get to in a bit here. Uh, Well, now we have to believe you, okay? We have to believe you. What's up, Angela's got it right. Your AI God. Like I said, okay, well, Let's say that your, uh, your real life isn't going as well as it should. Well, uh, you know, instead of uh, working a little harder or doing this or doing that or changing this or that in your life to make your actual life better, you could just log into Zuck's Metaverse and, well, uh, you have oceanfront property in Arizona, right? Actual fake stuff that you can just tap into and say, well, hello. Hello, oceanfront property in Arizona. It's nice to see you again. It's certainly a beautiful day out there, isn't it? Yeah, well, (laughs) that's what a metaverse is. And we'll get to some of the rest of this and what this actually means. But, well, I don't know. What do you you think? Do you think that uh, VR, virtual reality, as basically, let's say, more and more of your leisure time? And, uh, of course, what about more and more of your professional time as well? How about just more and more of your overall life tapped into the metaverse? I'm sure that's okay, isn't it? 
I'm sure we're going to be just fine with that. Like this isn't turning swiftly into a bad Black Mirror, epi- uh, Black Mirror episode. See what I did? Black Mirror episode. And well, it seems more and more like that's where we're headed. And when you look at uh, exactly what we're talking about, we'll get to this. Like he he did a extensive good old Mark Zuckerberg did this extensive thing this t- today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever it was uh, describing why they're changing the name and what the metaverse may mean. So, well, let's see. Let's see how he describes it to us and if he sold it. And uh, we'll get to the scandal, the Facebook papers and all the rest of that. And I have proof. I'm not just making it up that they were using their algorithms to stoke hate on their platform because, well, it's called engagement. And I've been talking about this for a very long time. Engagement algorithms. Oh, boy. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what's going on with this as we uh, go tonight. But what are your thoughts? What what was your first reaction when you heard that Mark Zuckerberg was rebranding the fa- the entire Facebook parent company to be Meta? Oh, Meta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that seems like an odd name. Are they really going to do that? And then, yeah, well, today they did it. It is absolutely official. The metaverse is coming to a metaverse near you. What does that mean? Well, we're going to continue talking about that, but what are your thoughts so far? What have, you, what have you heard about the metaverse? What do you know about it? And, well, do you think this is a good thing for us now? And how about for the future of humanity? That's where my concern lies, and that's why I think somebody needs to point out, hey, Mr. Zuck, slow down. There are speed bumps here, and they're called people. Stop running them over. All right. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. More Zuckerberg, Facebook, and your dystopian metaverse. After the break, don't go anywhere. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt.
Alright, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're discussing the metaverse. That's right, Facebook is rebranding to a parent company named Meta. What the heck does that mean? Does it even matter? Well, love to hear your thoughts on this. We'll talk about why this may or not be a good thing or a bad thing. And love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. All right, so let's get to that. Let's get to that actual algorithm, okay? Before we get to the metaverse itself, which again is part of what's going on tonight. Of course, uh, Zuckerberg today, uh, let's actually play a little bit. I, I think it's best to hear some of this in his own words. I got this nice video. Okay, put together by CNET. Thanks, CNET. Uh, from the, the actual, uh, yeah, uh, this is in Zuck's own words. Let's just play a little bit of this, and you'll see what the heck is going on here. And again, just pay attention. Listen carefully to what this man is saying, and uh, yeah, and then we'll get to some of the rest of this as we go. One more time, 702-957-1037. Here's what Zuckerberg said today. It is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same, it's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. Hey, and welcome to Connect. Today, we're going to talk about the metaverse starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. Imagine. Okay, so this is where he steps into the metaverse, and the, the, basically the world around him changes, okay? He's standing in, well, you know, a fancy place because he's a billionaire, and so he's already in a fancy place to begin with. But his fancy place gives way to this metaverse, this VR virtual reality set of sorts. And he has now a, a nice uh, uh, indoor uh, tree growing, uh, a skylight, uh, a nice view of the mountains. And clearly, like his place, which is probably, you know, a several million dollar place, just got, up, just got upgraded in perfect time, in real time, to this virtual reality set. All right, which I'm sure that's that's beautiful, right? That's a well, if you're going to do some studying or reading, I'm sure you'd like to have a an, an indoor. What's up? Tr33 says I'm an indoor tree. Well, we got an indoor tree here. You can have your own forest inside if you like in the metaverse, which again uh, is one way to completely bend your reality, isn't it? So okay, anyway, so that, we're going to play some more of that as we go tonight. Basically, uh, Zuckerberg announced today that he's rebranding the parent company uh, Facebook to Meta. Yep, meta, to to actually bring about the dystopian metaverse. And I'm calling it dystopian because, well, uh, back me off the ledge. Uh, I think it is. I just think it is. All right, let's go to it uh, looks like uh, our good buddy Joe in Florida. What's up, Joe? Welcome to Troubled Minds. What's on your mind tonight, my man? And we all want to complain about taxing the rich. I can't even have, I don't even have the computing power to play Minecraft. But anyway. 
Um, <laughs> heard that this morning, and it made me absolutely sick to my stomach. And I just thought to myself, if I could just have a shared space, pretty much my space, if I could just have a shared space where I could find out when concerts are coming, I could post some pictures and be done with it. And there's no political discourse. It would be perfect again. But, you know, there's a million things to say on NPR today. They were talking, they've been really, you know, hacking on, on this guy and on Facebook for quite a few weeks. And, you know, one thing, and I'm going to assume you're going to discuss it later, but there were people that were testing the algorithm, basically starting profiles from scratch, maybe putting down, I think one example they gave was our Christian mom. And within two or three weeks, she was being fed whatever she was being fed. Uh, to paint a broad stroke, the algorithm just preaches to the choir or starts to assume to preach to the choir to give an opposing view. It doesn't sound like anybody ever gets that or they just close their eyes to it. If you actually want to communicate, the only thing that's communicating um, is maybe reinforcing beliefs, even if they're wrong. Getting back to Snow Crash, which I read years and years ago, I kind of just looked it up on Wikipedia again, but what I always remember about Snow Crash before the internet was this huge thing was that people were tied in with these virtual reality goggles. I remember that. And I remember in the book being like a live, it was a live virus and it was also uh, a computer generated virus. So what kind of shocks me is that in today's announcement, A, he does use the word metaverse, which I think, you know, the flash from DC conference runs around in the metaverse, and the metaverse is used in that book. Um, and he also said that the, Facebook is in charge of the VR goggles. I think if you just played in one of the advertisements that you just played earlier, um, it's a scary thing. And the fact that we are ceding this much power to him in the middle of all of this negative discourse, and rightfully so, okay, um, scares me. It scares me because who is he paying behind there? And it's a defensive tactic. A couple of months ago, you know, they were talking about breaking up big tech, specifically him, breaking it up. And now all of a sudden he's coming out with this. And what scares me bigger than the clear deflection and everything, um, if you read a little bit about Snow Crash, the live virus that's there is supposed to make everybody take this one language. P people are basically hypnotized by screens. And if you don't get the live virus, you can get the virus through the code because the code that they generate or use to tap into our DNA, which makes me say, and this is not something I believe, but makes you wonder about what we've been dealing with the last almost two years with this pandemic. So, well, I don't aspire to a lot of that. Now it starts to make you go, because you always say test runs. And the thing is this, is, is they're collecting all this data 
and they're being there preemptively collecting all this data. The reason why I say preemptively is because they probably know or see or already have it. They probably already have something close to a perfect either quantum or AI supercomputer. And the minute they turn that thing on, all our data is going to be already there, collected, and our choices will be limited. They're already becoming limited. You know, I didn't take any notes. I'm just calling in because I've got other things to do tonight. So I want to get the call out of the way and work for the rest of the evening and listen to the show because this, this should be an interesting bash, you know, bash is up show. But um, Facebook did it to me the other day. They sent me, a, they sent me an ad of a cat in the snow, but the snow wasn't snow. Funny snow crash. Basically, the headline just said, a certain drug, white lines. So as a joke, I posted that. I shared, I shared that meme, and I'm definitely going to buy that shirt at midnight when I get paid. But anyway, I shared that stupid ad that the algorithm sent to me for goofy T-shirts. And wouldn't you know it, like six hours later, I got zucked. Because that post went against their community <laughs> standards, but yet they sent it to me. It's okay to push that ad through to the to the general populace of Facebook to sell T-shirts, but you share how ridiculous the ad is, and you get zucked. That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, and then when we talked about like, you know, you covered it. It was a flash in the pan. It's basically it's basically like who is who's the arbitrator of what's good or bad. And if I remember correctly, we were saying that people of a certain age of descent were overseeing what our speech was on Facebook here in the United States. So all those things get into question and it's a private company. They don't have to, they don't have to tell us anything, you know, and you know, it's also a CIA or an FBI op. Look what happened to all those people that went to, um, what the heck was that site? All the Trump people that went over to, uh, with the starts with the P, I think it was. Parlor. Parlor. And that got hacked and taken down. I mean, they want this to exist. If, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to screw me this hard, at least give me some money so I can buy the loot, basically. You know what I mean? If you're going to take my information, at least give me a little, give me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, if, that's if I go if I go to a strip, you know, if I'm getting a stripper and I give her my phone number, I don't expect her to call me at two o'clock in the morning while I'm sleeping in bed with my wife. But <laughs> Facebook will do that. <laughs> you know, Facebook will do that. They'll just keep sending you ads. You know, so you know it's a bad analogy. No offense, man. Whatever. Um, you know, if I ran for president, it would be like legalize this, legalize that. And if anything you make over 40 hours, you don't get taxed on. Anything over your overtime you get taxed on, that's my plug. So, yes, it's a scary thing. Um, the thing that really, really, a lot of things scare me, but how come nobody else has come up with something like MySpace that could take off? And if they do, how do we know we're not going into another trap? No, well, uh, there have been Instagram, and they just get bought out. 
Like they're not allowing anybody to actually compete with Facebook because they just buy them up. Google does the same thing, right? It's like it's like the uh, the dream is one of those like uh, if you're an incubator in a startup and you're like, okay, like we're not going to compete with Google or Facebook because we're not allowed to, but we want to get close enough to where they get nervous and just throw money at us to buy out, right? That's what's happening, and we have an antitrust division for that that's supposed to keep that stuff from happening. But well, no, they're in, they're they're taking money from all the rest of these guys, so they don't give a damn. Well, let me ask you this: If we have time, do you sure. think it would be better? A, you know, I don't want to get into age stuff, but like my brother, I had a half brother, just over a certain age, he's retired, and he spews his beliefs all over that thing. And sometimes I got to tell him, you're not in the workforce. You don't have a say. When I get to see him in person, I tell him that, you know, in front of his own kids. You know, I'm like, we're working. You don't, you don't get, you don't get a say. That's a whole separate thing. But maybe Facebook wouldn't be as bad if the political discourse that it spews was kept to a geographic location. And what I mean by that is, let's just say funeral customs, because I'm custom to that, right? Let's just say burials take precedence in the Midwest or the middle of the country or in Texas. People do more burials, okay? But the people with do burials shouldn't be allowed to come to Florida where the cremation rate's like 70% or more. They shouldn't be allowed to spew their stuff in the Florida. They should be able to take care of their own and keep their political views or barely views in this case to their little geographical location and Florida with 70% plus cremation rate should stay in its lane for lack of a better term or lack of a better example. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm trying to follow you here. So how does it relate to Facebook though? Well, I'm talking about politics. I see. I so see. Okay. I see. You know what I mean? It's like a voice heard. I mean, what might be good in Florida may not be good in West Virginia, oh, but yet we're getting all of those views and it starts to spread like a cancer. In other words, if, if Texas wants to bury, it, it, you know, unfortunately, if, if Texas wants to have an abortion, anti-abortion law, okay, why should that whole idea spread to Florida and then maybe spread to New York where they might be more liberal? It seems to amplify that struggle. The country's always had a struggle between being conservative and being liberal or maybe being progressive if we need to push the country forward. That struggle's always been. But part of that struggle, I guess, maybe was could be contained because if you wanted to be in a cheaper state, you'd move to Florida, right? If you, you know, when I lived in New York, we wanted to move to Florida because things were cheaper. Okay, but guess what? 25, 30 years later, I just had a conversation tonight. When you look at the building codes here in Florida, the building codes are very lax. So you get what you pay for. But why should these lax laws be spread? And they're spread by Facebook. Usually, you know, they're spread by politics and laws. But Facebook's just, we all know this. Facebook just makes the lie spread faster. And we don't know how to stay in our land, if that makes any sense. 
Yeah, actually, uh, it, it makes perfect sense because back in 1987, Ronald Reagan, actually, his administration removed the Fairness Doctrine. And that's exactly what we're talking about here is that locally, you notice your local news doesn't have Tucker Carlson on it. All right. But Fox News nationally does. And so there's two very specific rule sets for those different things. And they can't do Tucker on your local news station because it's the law. All right. And so they, they can't. That's why you don't see it everywhere. They try their best to toe that line. But uh, in the old days, you couldn't do Tucker or uh, Don Lemon or any of those guys. So it is it is an interesting thought that maybe uh, maybe that's the regulation that Facebook gets. Right. There's like national channels and there's like, uh, you know, maybe maybe local channels. Great stuff, my man. You were the best, Joe. Um, anything else? I got you on. No, just uh, everybody have a safe Halloween weekend. Uh, I might post uh, if I get my costume together. Maybe I'll throw something up on Discord. It's going to be an uh, ancient alien. So, nice, nice. <laughs> Love we'll, uh, it. Looking we'll forward see to that. It. So maybe Sunday or something. Um, just because last year there was no Halloween, I'm too old to celebrate this stuff. But you know what? Late at night when everybody's asleep, I got to do something painting. But I'm not Bob Ross. So gotcha. Uh, everybody, be safe. Enjoy the weekends, and uh, it's a great conversation. We're living in interesting times. And uh, this is kind of this actually kind of scares me. Everything else, I'm kind of like, oh, whatever. But this is this is intrusive. I know I already know it's intrusive, but now he's just putting it in your face, basically, for the next step. Amen, amen. Thanks so, a lot, Joe. All right, you're the best, my brother. We'll talk to you Good soon. Night. Have a great night. Thanks for the call. All right, you want to be part of the show? We're talking about Zuckerberg. We're talking about Facebook being rebranded to Meta. That's right, short for Metaverse. Well, what is a Metaverse? Well, we're about to talk about that tonight. We're gonna we're gonna delve into the metaverse. Maybe in the metaverse we already live in. It's hard to say. Uh, which uh, which level do you think is the base reality? Is the question tonight? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Maybe we should ask Zuck. He'll tell us, right? He'll tell us what reality actually is. Uh, all right. If you want to be part of the show, troubledminds.org. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I think. Uh, Zuckerberg is uh, going to implode what's left of Facebook and and what he's doing. It really has everything to do with revenue. They've lost the under-30 crowd. Once the parents and the grandparents started taking, uh, you know, started doing Facebook, it was only a matter of time. Uh, you know, it's not the cool thing to be on Facebook anymore if you're under 30 years of age. Uh, you know, it's basically been taken over by the boomers. And uh, and so Zuckerberg's coming up with this idea of a metaverse, and I see some of the illustrations there where you take the cell phone and you go virtual reality. Well, that'll get rid of the boomers, okay, because the boomers aren't going to do that. They're not going to put their cell phones into a virtual reality device to, to enjoy Facebook. Um, the boomers basically get on to, to see what their grandkids are doing, and the grandkids have left. All right, So they're stuck with just catching the news or, 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 or having their high school reunion page and that sort of stuff. So it's going the way of, faith, of Friendster. You know, somebody said in the comments that Zuckerberg is desperate. And, and I can't think of a of a of a more definitive word for what he's going through right now, right? The, the it's it's over. You know, Facebook is over. Uh, the kids have gone to Snapchat and all those other things. 
uh, and they, and he can't sustain the revenue with the current clientele that he has. Yeah, he's going to lose it. If they don't change, he needs a, a drastic change, and that's what he's going for. I agree. He's going for uh, the next generation of – he's already lost exactly like you described, the, uh, the, the young millennials, and so he's going after the generation younger than that. What's that, Gen Z? Is that what they call them? I don't even know. But, but this VR stuff, do you think it's going to stick? Like, are you going to instead think of it this way? You could have like this little tiny, you know, 20 foot container home. All right. With one window and just a toilet and a kitchen and a bed. And that's it. Right. But you could fire up your VR and you've got oceanfront property in Arizona. Right. What do you think? You think this is uh, the part of that great reset bit with Klaus Schwab saying you'll own nothing and you'll be happy? It's a novelty. All right, and and for a while he may actually bring back those that Generation Z or the the under thirty crowd just to see what you know what it's all about. But it'll be short lived. It'll be short lived. Um, there's other experiences these kids can, these younger people can have than than, than doing it on Facebook. And he's making a mistake. All right, um, because he's going to lose, like I said, the boomer crowd. All right, he's going to not really draw in all that many young people because they've already done their virtual reality. They're not going to, you know, There's all kinds of of internet places to go to to do virtual reality. Uh, what are they going to do virtual reality for on Facebook? Where's the where's the where's the competition? All right, well, who's he competing with? All right, there's already, uh, like I said, uh, other avenues on the internet that these kids already go to. Alright, what's he offering? And I don't think he's offering anything but a brief, interesting experience that, that quickly will peter out. And then he's lost the only revenue he had, and that's the Bloomer people that have somehow, like me, stuck on there. Alright, although I'm getting tired of it. Um, you know, I used to like to, as a matter of fact, I sent him an email. <coughs> Excuse me. A couple of almost a couple of years ago, telling him, you know, you better you better back off of of uh, giving in to these politicians because what was what I, I told him in the email. What you have to understand what's going on here. Facebook's become at that time has become the nation's newspaper. All right, that's that's what people get on their news feed for. See what's going on. And I said, and, and Washington Post and the New York Times. And 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 mainstream media feel threatened by that, and so they get they're getting a hold. They've gotten a hold of their mouthpieces uh, in the media uh, and the politicians to go after you, all right. And if you give it an inch, you know you're going to you, you know it'll it won't end there. It'll continue to go on and on. This is when because I got I got shut down for a month, <coughs> and that's why I sent the email. Uh, I got thrown into Facebook jail for a month, and and that was just because I posted a a a, a meme of To Kill a Mockingbird, where Atticus is telling uh, his daughter, Gout. you know, to beware of to beware of white men who will cheat black people. All right. And that, and I got banned for thirty days for that, and I couldn't quite understand it. I mean, the Cool Mockingbird's a classic, but anyway, 
That's the let I sent him that email. And 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 I don't know if he ever got it or read it, or probably not. But this is exactly what I saw, told him was going to happen, and it's happening. If he would have just held his ground, all right, and completely defied these people, he'd have been better off. But they wanted to get there was there was no there was the, the, he, like would you agree that for a time there Facebook was the nation's newspaper? Yeah, for it's sure. It's the thing that people called up on, in the in the morning with their cup of coffee and their eggs and toast to see what's what what happened, you know, what's going on, and and and. The, and who wants to? Who wants to? Who wants to pick up the newspaper when you can just get a click on your newspaper? Exactly. He should never have let them get at him. Exactly, Robert. We're out of time. You want to hang on, or you want to take off? Up to you, my brother. No, no. That's the point I wanted to make. Is, is that the, the, the boomers are going to be gone too because they're not going to go for this virtual stuff, and then there's not going to be no Facebook at all. Okay. They're I appreciate the call, my Okay. Thank you for the call. You're the best. Robert in Pennsylvania. This is Troubled Minds on Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More discussion about Facebook and your metaverse after the break. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. Random, random, random images as they traverse neurons in the brain. Alright, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. Somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. 
short for metaverse metaverse and well what is a metaverse we're going to get to that in just a moment but we're taking your phone calls tonight what are your thoughts on this uh what is a metaverse what's your perception of this why do you think they're changing their name now and by the way have you heard of the facebook papers <laughs> we're streaming on d live youtube rockfin and twitter we're broadcasting live on the french fm and we're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037 that's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven, and there you go. All right, so let's get right back to this. Let's get right back to Mark Zuckerberg and the the Meta and all this other stuff. Yeah, okay. What does Meta mean? Let's go to our good friend Wikipedia, which of course I like to call the Ministry of Truth because they're changing history before our very eyes. Uh, once all the books have been burned, well, I say that kind of tongue in cheek. Uh, that uh, we'll we'll look to Wikipedia for the Encyclopedia Britannica of the future. And what does that mean? Well, it means um, <laughs> that uh, uh, 1984. What's the, what's, how does it go? What's the, the 1984? You know, you, he who controls the present controls the past and uh, uh, something like that. And by proxy of the future, I said, I botched that, but I'll get it correct in a second when I look it up. But okay, Meta, this is from Wikipedia. Now, again, Mark Zuckerberg is rebranding Facebook to Meta. All right, Meta. What does Meta mean? Uh, meta, from the Greek, meaning after or beyond. Hmm. That's weird, don't you think? That's a little weird. Okay. Is a prefix meaning more comprehensive or transcending? Oh, well, that's, that's all he wants to do. Mark Zuckerberg just wants to make sure we're transcending. What? Our real life? Is that what we're transcending? I guess that's what we're transcending. I thought it was pretty interesting that if you, you kind of go and look into this, the etymology and some of these other things. Well, uh, the, 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 the Greek root means after or beyond. And of course, the prefix meaning a more comprehensive or transcending. So, well, what does that mean? Meta what? Metaverse? More comprehensive universe? More comprehensive what? Right? And okay, so clearly we're talking about VR. We're talking about VR goggles. We're talking about being able to basically live in your own, I don't know, space station if you want to, right? Say you come home and you have like the, the docking bay. Just just uh, go with me just for a minute on this. Just imagine, right? You come home and you walk into your front door, which is just kind of like a enclosed area. But it's actually the second you come in, you put on your VR headset, which been, has been hanging there charging on the wall. You come home from work and you put this thing on, right? Well, the second you put it on, that first like entryway that has two doors, the front door and then a door into the rest of your place, well, uh, it, it's uh, the second you put it on, that first entryway becomes sort of like a, 
uh, a, a station where you are coming in from space and they're right. It's it's um, they're pressurizing the cabin so you can go, uh, you know, uh, get the vacuum out into space and then fill up, seal everything and fill up the oxygen. And then, well, then you enter your little space station. You see what I'm saying? So you could totally do that, something like this, and then you walk in and your table's there. It's a real table, but of course it's skinned skinned in virtual reality to look like a space-age metal table, right? You've got a, you know, a kind of a, a crummy old fridge, but uh, it looks beautiful and perfect because it looks like it belongs on a space station. You walk over to your windows maybe, or they may not even be windows at all. They're just replications of windows and you stare out into space as your home orbits jupiter and of course you have what do you have um space age muzak playing in the back right like a like a nice nice little sound that kind of keeps you keeps you stress free you know what i'm saying literal and you could and you could live in this reality every minute that you're home you see and that that doesn't seem bad does it i mean that kind of sounds you know almost soothing a little bit but what happens when you get used to that what happens when your brain uh, is not able to process true reality anymore because, well, you're used to living in a space station? Now, I know, right, that it, it crossing the, the divide between reality and hyper-reality, which we talk about quite a lot on this show, and in this case, the metaverse, well, uh, what would that mean? It means you could live anywhere, right? Literally anywhere, just floating around Jupiter or whatever, like anywhere, Planet X, whatever you could imagine and skin your abode to look like, you could live in that place. You could have your garbage can be R2-D2, of course, with a small licensing fee. And, well, I don't know. Is that so terrible? It doesn't seem so terrible, does it? But then again, what happens when our brain can't differentiate between fiction and reality anymore? And it's happening now. It's happening now. You see how they we talk about uh, not just we, but other people talk about how the uh, our perceptions are being splintered, uh, and we have these entirely opposite worlds. Like, look at Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. Like these guys, they're both wrong. They're both like off the rails, ridiculous. These guys, right? But they're weaving their own narrative going forward for the rest of the world and themselves, of course. But well, they're propagandists. Okay, so what happens, right? So our brain, whatever it is, through all the division politicking, for, through all the Facebook division tactics, which we'll get to in just a moment here, which is interesting when you talk about meta, we'll get to that, because, well, how do you divide the population, uh, meta divide the population? Well, we'll get, we'll get to that in just a moment. But uh, Zuckerberg has that figured out to, down to his science. And uh, like I've always said, I've always said this, if you have these, these actual algorithms that are picking and choosing who sees what on their news feeds, well, then uh, what's really happening is they're deciding what we should see based on what they deem, okay, uh, worthy or popular or appropriate or whatever, right? They are now becoming that ministry of truth that I was making fun of Wikipedia for being, right? And then, then they probably fact check through Wikipedia, you see, you see what's going on here. It's a, the rig system is becoming more and more rigged. Okay. So anyway, now this is the weirdness, right? Uh, okay. Let's, let's do this. Let's talk about, let's talk about their algorithm real quick. By the way, so we are live. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org, click the discord link and we'll put you on the show on discord. So you tell me, what do you think? Is this, is this new metaverse, this new meta reality? Is this, is this a good thing? 
if you could literally just kind of cross out all of the terrible things in your life and replace them with a cartoon skin of whatever you wanted to see, is that good? Like it might be good for your mental health short term, but what do you think it'll do to your mental health long term? What happens? You think there have been studies done on this? Hmm. Weird, weird, weird. Well, they're doing studies on how they can divide you. That's for sure. Let's get to this. Like I said, I promised we'd get to this information. Let's look at this real quick. You guys ever heard this? We'll start with a nursery rhyme, shall we? Now bear with me for just a moment. This is uh, an old nursery rhyme called One for Sorrow. Stop me if you've heard this. Actually, don't. Actually, you can stop me by calling 702-957-1037. But here we go. This is how this went. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. Now, notice, right, it goes a little bit longer than that, but that's probably the part that uh, people know, know the most part. And they're talking about magpies, all right? It's a nursery rhyme, uh, one for sorrow, and it's, they're discussing um, sort of luck. As, as you see these magpies, when you see one, one magpie in the day, it's for sorrow. You see two magpies, it's for joy. You see, it's almost like an algorithmic programming based on an old fairy tale, all right, based on a folklore, based on a tradition, based on birds, right, based on just seeing birds, all right? So one more time, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, and seven for a secret never to be told. All right, well, let's go to uh, this. Yeah, all right, and we'll go to the Sun Journal, and, uh, and let's just look at how Facebook does their nursery rhymes with their emojis, and we'll do it this way. Yeah, five points for angry and one for like. How Facebook's formula fostered rage and misinformation. Oh, interesting. Interesting parallel, right? I thought five was for silver and six was for gold, but no, five points for the angry emoji and one for the like. All right, cool. There you go. Starting in 2017, 2017, guys, Facebook's ranking algorithm treated emoji reactions as five times more valuable than likes internal documents reveal. All right. Yep. Uh, behind the scenes, Facebook programmed the algorithm that decides what people see in their news feeds to use the reaction emoji as signals to push more emotional and provocative content. Yep. You read that right. More emotional and provocative content. All right. Okay. Right. Five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. And right here is the secret never to be told that the five is actually, follow me if you will, for an angry emoji. Five points in their algorithmic scale. Okay. Only one point for a like. You see what's going on here? Okay. So yeah, more emotional and provocative, including content likely to make them angry. Also in 2017, Facebook's ranking algorithm treated emoji reactions as five times more valuable than likes, internal documents reveal. We just read that. And so their own researchers were quick to suspect a critical flaw. Favoring controversial posts, including those that make users angry, could open the door to more abuse, spam, clickbait, inadvertently. Oh, inadvertently. Is this a mistake? I guess this is a mistake. This must be a mistake, right? This all must be a mistake. A staffer whose name was redacted wrote in one of the internal documents. A colleague responded, it's possible. It's possible that we're engaging in more clickbait, more disinformation, more emotional manipulation, and of course, making people, well, not healthy. 
not like I, like like I said, what happens when you live in that virtual space station? All right, sure, short term, you're probably going to dig it. What happens to your mental health long term? What happens to your emotional stability when you're faced to confront the real world? You tell me. You tell me. Like I said, I get it. I get you, Todd. Technology, two-edged, double-edged sword, right? It just depends. And of course, if you avoid it entirely, it doesn't really do anything, right? It doesn't really do anything. You're right. It's no different from the news. Here we go. Facebook's, uh, let's see. Okay. So the warning proved prescient. The company's data scientists confirmed in 2019, two years later, that posts that sparked angry reaction emoji were disproportionately likely to include misinformation, toxicity, and low-quality news. Uh, low-quality news. Fake news, right? What's that mean? That means all the stuff I've been talking about. That means uh, Fox News. That means CNN. That means all the stuff that people that pisses people off, basically, right? All that type of stuff. And so they've been doing it. They had these internal uh, reports suggesting this was the case. And what did they do? They didn't change it because they knew engagement means people spend more time arguing on the Internet. Have you ever had that? I know I've had it. Have you had it happen where you just got into an argument on the Internet and you just had to argue with people for no apparent reason? Like random ass strangers, right? Has that ever happened to you? Why do you think that is? You think it's an accident? Are you like prone to just randomly arguing with people? Anybody out there? Or do you think this was manipulated by algorithms, by, well, seven for a secret never to be told, or five points for that angry emoji, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing in different language. That's all it is. And of course, this is, this is a digital language. This isn't folklore or nursery rhyme. This is our lives, you see? And this is a huge actual uh, conglomerate corporate conglomerate that's been shielded, by the way, uh, by, uh, by allowing them to buy up all their competition not, and not actually have to compete, that uh, they, they're just allowed to kind of run amok and, well, take our mental health and just trample it. All right? And I, I'm with you. I get it. I understand it. technology is all about how you use it. But what happens when it's all it's doing is uh, making, you know, making you lose family members, making you lose friends, making, well, making the world around you just a more miserable place? Yeah. You tell me. I have no idea. Well, uh, let's go. Here we go. Uh, That means, straight from this article again, that means Facebook for three years systematically amped up some of the worst of its platform, making it more prominent in users' feeds and spreading it to a much wider audience. The power of the algorithmic promotion undermined the efforts of Facebook's content moderators and integrity teams who were fighting an uphill battle against toxic and harmful content. You see? So they weren't really trying to bring that down. They were trying to actually, uh, well, uh, say they were doing something about it by having their content moderation teams uh, fight an uphill battle, fight against their own algorithms that were, uh, you know, stoking misinformation and, you know, making people all pissed off. Uh, again, we've all lived through the last six years, right? You, you know what's up. You know what, what's gone down and how divided everything is. You think people are just predisposed to hating each other? You think so? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the. I, I, I'm just one guy. I don't have all the answers clearly, and I'm just pointing out the evidence here. Facebook knows what they were doing, and they were using their own platform and algorithms against us. Right? Seven for a secret, never to be told. Well, this one got told because it got leaked, 
And here we go. And here, here we are. So you tell me, I don't know, what do you guys think about this? And what about the metaverse? We'll get to that in just a little bit here. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. I get it. Like, you know, we usually talk about Lovecrafty and old ones and portals. And well, this is just Facebook. Well, but imagine when you open your refrigerator to grab a cold one, and instead there's actually an old one in your refrigerator, right? That old meme, it's a great meme, but, but really, like, this is what a nice VR headset can do to you. You get the nice uh, Lovecraft HP Lovecraft model for your, for your home, and, uh, well, you get to have those things. So, no, you tell me, uh, what are your thoughts on this? And uh, there's a lot to this, this metaverse, this virtual reality. And uh, like I said, uh, if you think I'm overreacting, I'm okay. Like I said, I'm okay being wrong. This is not about, uh, you know, measuring EPs or anything like that. This is just me looking at things, talking about things, trying to put things together and trying to have a conversation. And so there it is. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Hold on, I'm just coming out here to the attic. <laughs> so, okay, no sweat. No yeah, sweat. Facebook is a weird thing. When you think about it, um, for one thing, I've seen, it, I've seen people just get so sucked into this, and they can't help it. You know, they want to share their good moments, but it got out of hand. <laughs> like, people weren't just sharing their good moments. They felt like they needed to share all moments, and and then it kind of backfires on some individuals and things like that. So there's good and bad with it. Of course, like, you, like that was already said. But, um, you know, when you think about the, uh, the D-wave bit and the metaverse bit, and you think about, um, like, the meta, you were talking about meta. So in, um, you know, like, we just a, a recap on that, like Metatron, the Archangel Metatron, if there is some kind of universe you're trying to make, that Metatron angel is supposed to be some kind of scribe between like humankind and God. And supposedly, like in the Talmud and in the Kabbalah, it talks about how like he records the merits and the sins of mankind and reports them back, so to speak. So, like, in this regard, when people are posting everything about their lives, because they've been encouraged to do so, they think they're connecting with each other. Something's recording all of that information. And it's going, you know, into the, the cloud, basically, of information about every, everyone who joins it. You almost feel ostracized if you don't join with Facebook. So there's, the fact that they're going into this metaverse thing was probably part of the plan the whole time. You know, and I guess it's going to become as, I don't know what they're planning on doing with it because I haven't looked into this. But yeah, I think it's extremely creepy. <laughs> like, actually, not creepy, strange. And it's a great topic. I just think it's, it's very odd. Yeah, it's a, uh, once again, like, they're, clearly the timing is to deflect from like Mark Zuckerberg's a bad person. I mean, clearly like the, the timing is they planned this, maybe they moved it up the the Facebook papers, all this stuff, those algorithms, clearly they were caught red handed again, like anybody who's paying attention, they knew this was happening because you couldn't be nice and gain traction anywhere on the internet. Welcome to troubled minds, by the way, right? You couldn't do it. You had to spend years grinding and being kind to people and just trying to say, look up, guys, stop staring at your phones. Let's look at there's a big world around us. Let's be cool to each other. Right. That, that, that gets pushed down. 
clearly just just take a look around right it takes a long time to crack through that but had i been oh i don't know uh at the bottom of the barrel race war that was going on where these people that the, the culture wars and all this other stuff right that they're trying to guess what we'd probably have a million viewers by now it's a it's a it's a sick upside right. down world but but yeah go go ahead I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when they had that, uh, everything shut down, Facebook went down and all of that. And they had that, that woman had come out with, uh, really, you know, amazing information and she was going to, you know, bring this all to Congress and so on and so forth. It was really odd because it was like, she, it sounded to me kind of like she was insinuating that they needed to do even like more censorship in a way with Facebook. Like they're the, the fact that they are censoring everybody this way, it reflects in society. You're exactly like you were saying, like it's not just that they're censored in on Facebook. It really is melding into reality where people are responding to real life based off of how Facebook is shaping it on the internet. Like they act a certain way in society due to how they're responded to on Facebook. It's like a pro it's like a Pavlov dog thing. Like they're doing exactly and acting exactly how they're hoping they will act. And then the fact that it's encouraged to be provocatively, you know, post things that are going to provoke the worst in people in a way. That's just, I mean, the whole design of it is too, it's very destructive. It's like it's in trying to bring out in people to show their best and their worst. And a lot of times it's very self-destructive for these people who do go, they kind of put themselves out there with that. And then they're not going to be happy necessarily with the response they get back because a lot of those things are supposed to be private moments anyway. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, music means we're out of time. You want to hang around after the break or are you, you done here? Oh, no, that's good. I was just wanting to talk about it real quick. But great yeah, have stuff. a great night. Great stuff as always. Good Thank topic. you for the call, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Everybody follow Jennifer. She's got a YouTube channel. Brilliant young lady. Uh, check it out. Scroll down. You can find her, uh, her uh, YouTube channel right below. All right. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and we are talking about Facebook and the metaverse. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. 
The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about the upcoming Metaverse. Yep, that's right, Metaverse. You heard it from Mark Zuckerberg today, and if you haven't, we'll play some more of his clips describing what this may mean. And of course, well, why are they announcing this right now in the middle of this scandal, the Facebook Papers scandal, which we talked about a little bit before we took off. But uh, yeah, if you want to be part of the show, what are your thoughts on this? Um, does anybody out there still use Facebook? Uh, again, you know, we got some people saying that Facebook's uh, just terrible, and it's causing problems and strife and drama, kind of like I'm describing. And then uh, Todd, they're saying, well, you know, if you're you're level-headed enough to not let it get to you, then, well, it's just the way it is. It's technology. And I agree. I kind of agree. But, uh, you know, sort of a subtle manipulation when people don't expect it, I think, is pretty much the dirty part about this. But what are your thoughts? One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And just back to this real quick. I'm going to point this out, right? Five points for the angry emoji and one for the like, right? That's the whole thing. And that's how their algorithm worked right there. And this is uh, not just in this spot. It's also in several other spots here that you can you can look up. There's a lot of people talking about this in uh, because, of course, this is the, this is the real scandal is that, uh, you know, it's and it's not just them. I've been saying this about Twitter and everything else, right? You can go on Twitter and you could just like just pick fights all day, every day with all the people out there, right? There you go. HB has it right. The bread and circus. That's what's going on here. But that's you can go on Twitter and just pick fights, right? Or you can just tell people you, you've got an alien base in a uh, cave in, uh, you know, a, a Southern California. And that's another way to get super, super good traction too, right? Uh, I don't know. I, and this is this is the whole point. The whole point of me always I've, I've been saying this for a very long time that they are stoking engagement by making people fight. That's all right. They're baiting it. They're baiting a fight. And that's what all this stuff is online. That's what these engagement algorithms are. That's why people can't get along anymore. That's why it's been splintered into two separate realities. But what happens? What happens when the powers that be are not satisfied with two separate realities? They want six or eight or ten. And we put these goggles on. And like I said, my home is now a space station because, damn it, I want my home to be a space station. When I put those VR goggles on, the whole world fades away. And I'm in orbit around Saturn with my VR video game, right? That's what I mean. This is part of the problem, okay? Because we can't trust these huge uh, conglomerates. We can't trust uh, the, the technocrats, as it were. Because, of course, they're going to do stuff like this. Five points for the angry emoji, one point for the like. Seven for a secret, never to be told. You get it? You get what's going on now? Now, this is, this is embedded into the zeitgeist now. People think that, right, like, like Trump is the savior of the world, right? People think that, right, uh, like Biden is the savior. Like, think, look at these people. Look very closely. Just look very closely. Pay attention to what they say and what they do, right? Not, not to get super political, I'm just saying, right? Really? Like, these are people, just people. Sure, fine, they're presidents, former president, current president. But really, is this the savior of anything? 
Do you think anybody out there that becomes president would be the savior of anything? Like actually just thinking about it in a vacuum of, well, in, in the vacuum of your apartment as you orbit Saturn <laughs> with your VR headset on? I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, all right. So let's get to the metaverse. Now, what exactly is this metaverse that, uh, that uh, yeah, Facebook's talking about? Here we go. Now, uh, there's a little bit. We'll play this in the third hour, actually, because we can play a little bit more video. We're off the radio. It translates just a little bit better to you know live streaming. But here we go. This is uh, this is from Gizmodo, and check this out. This is this is what your metaverse is. So, uh, like uh, Night Stalker was saying a little bit previously in the chat there, that they're having these. You know, people are too shy for the stage, so they have these competitions now. These singing competitions, where they're backstage with this VR setup, and they have this avatar out there on stage actually singing, right? Actually singing. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. Facebook lays out a future in which some poor soul will be the first to get fired in the metaverse. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can approx- uh, approximate a social life and in-person meetings from a VR headset. Sounds totally normal, right? Yep. Here we go. Uh, Facebook is trying really hard to make the metaverse happen. And it, at its annual uh, Connect keynote, CEO Mark Zuckerberg explained what exactly that will entail. And here you go. If you're unfamiliar, the metaverse is a bridge between the physical world and the virtual one. Oh, that's interesting. We all needed that, didn't we? For Facebook, that means you'll strap a virtual reality headset like the Oculus Quest 2 to your face and interact with your friends in a space that looks like your actual house. To that end, the company is releasing something called Horizon Home, the consumer-friendly counterpart to Facebook's Horizon Workroom's VR-based meeting software. The idea is that by having the freedom to create your home in VR, you'll have a more welcoming space to invite friends to hang out or party before dividing into a VR game. Facebook is bringing its Venues app into the Horizon VR space so you can watch concerts from your headset and maybe it will feel like being there. Yeah, nice. Facebook is making it easier to chat with your friends in VR with updated messenger support on the Quest, allowing you to jump into audio calls with Facebook, saying users will eventually be able to travel to VR destinations together. Oh, sweet, right? This is all fine. This is good. This is going to be neat, right? I'm ready. I'm super ready, right? Which one of these avatars is you guys? You guys can see this on the stream, anybody that's watching. What will your avatar look like? Will it be a giant dog that looks like Clifford? Uh, Will it be a robot? Uh, Will you be uh, some version of R2-D2? I don't know. What's going on with this? And do you think it's healthy? I think that's the biggest problem here is it's one thing if we have these technology companies that are actually operating with the mental health of people in mind. I don't think they are. Again, right? Seven for a secret, never to be told. Meaning, of course, uh, that would be the algorithms that we don't know that they're tweaking, that they're using against us, that they're uh, you know, using these things to start fights and all the rest of this. It's happening. Like I said, you can, you can just feel it. You can feel it. And as Jennifer said when she called, and she's spot on in my opinion, is that th- this permeates into real life, right? So you get, to, you get to see what happens. The more time people spend in these VR environments, which again, don't even exist yet, like this type of thing, this metaverse, as it were, does not even exist. They're building this and it's coming. And that's why they rebranded. That's why they changed the name. And that's why Zuckerberg is now the CEO of Meta. Meta, that's right. 
meta of the metaverse, uh, right? Czar meta, king meta, um, ruler meta, whatever you want to call him. I don't know, but okay. So, so I don't know. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? If you have uh, ideas here, what will this look like? What will this future look like? And if you think it just, just by them tweaking these algorithms, right, to get engagement in their apps or their programs, do you think that uh, they, they're going to be honest in something like this when you, know, if you have people getting together in your virtual home? Honestly, if I got a virtual space, like I said, it's going to be a space station. You ain't going to come to my home. Well, but I'm also not going to wear one of these Oculus things and, you know, do that to myself anyway. But uh, I get it. By the way, too, has anybody ever done that? So I've done it. I've, uh, I've put one of those, uh, those headsets on. They had a, uh, I've played games on it, by the way, uh, the VR headset stuff where you're like, uh, you know, actually, you know, you have a gun in your hand and you're shooting the bad guys or the aliens or whatever's going on. And you're, you know, moving your whole body around. You're doing this whole bit and, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if it's super immersive just yet because they're still working on what the next level of that's going to be. But there's also this weirdness to it um, where it is sort of, uh, it, it, it brings you out of your own reality. So for instance, right, uh, the, the first time I did it, I put it on, I put on the goggles and there was like this house, like this sort of Minecraft looking house, if you guys know what I mean. Very Mario Brothers type 3D environment. You look around and everywhere around you, you look up the ceilings there, but it's all cartoons. But here's the crazy part, right? You look down and you didn't have any feet right? You couldn't see the bottom half of yourself. You could see your hands because they had these things attached to it as you moved your arms around. But if you look down, you couldn't actually see your legs. And it gave you like this kind of sick feeling in your stomach because you felt like, right, just in that moment, you had been cut in half. All right. And of course, you'll get over it. You see what I'm saying? You'll totally get over it. But then there's also there, there's, there's those things that can give you that visceral response, meaning, uh, for, for instance, this. They had a, a, uh, a VR exhibit out here in Vegas. I live in Vegas, as you guys know. We were down there on the Strip. This was a couple years back, and uh, pre-COVID, actually. And they had, uh, come on in. It's, it's free. Just check this out. Put these headsets on and come, you know, come see what's going on. So you put the thing on, you stand there, and you're just on this flat platform, right? Um, with just a wall there. It's, it's, it's a normal looking thing. It's not that big a deal. But what happens is you put the thing on and then there's like a dinosaur, right? That shows up in this huge hallway, comes around the corner and looks at you. Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't have like a weird response because, well, dinosaurs aren't real, at least not now. They aren't. There's no T-Rex running around anybody's hallway. But, right, as the different scenes change through this VR headset, what ended up happening is they put you up on this tiny, tiny rail. You're standing on like this little tiny plank of wood, just thousands of feet high. And you look down and it looks like the floor around you is gone. And my stomach jumped to my throat in like that fast. And it was hard to kind of get over that because that's how realistic it was. That's how realistic it looked. And you didn't want to step forward. You didn't want to step back. You felt like you were about to lose your balance and it was all fake. It was all fake. It was all phony, right? But think about that. Just just think about it in terms of you put the thing on and by the particular environment, they're able to actually trigger fight or flight emotions. You see what's happening here? This is what I'm saying to you. How can we trust a company that uses a five-point algorithm boost for engagement on the mad emoji and they give you a one point for the thumbs up, right? This is the same damn company. 
when we literally get visceral responses and you can from having these VR headsets on. Like I said, I am. I'm, I'm uh, agitated, afraid of heights. It's one of my things, right? I'm human. But when that snapped into that moment and, right, you didn't know it was coming, you look down and you're like, oh, crap, I'm going to fall. And you started to lose your balance, right? I started literally. I didn't fall. I was able to overcome it, right? My brain was like, okay, hold on. This is not real, right? But still, you see what's going on here. If you can manipulate the fight or flight response with a VR headset, what do you think they're going to do? Five points for the angry emoji, one point for the thumbs up. What do you think is next? Really, honestly. Hey, Zuck says it's going to be fine. This is going to be the next hot thing. It's going to be amazing, right? I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, has anybody ever uh, used a VR headset? And uh, what, do you, what do you expect out of this, uh, this uh, metaverse that's coming to a, well, to, to a home near you? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm, I still play some games now and then. I'm probably a little old for it, but they're fun. I play some Call of Duty and whatnot. The second it all goes VR, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's crazy, right? It's it's a it's a pretty crazy feeling there, Jennifer. I see you in the chat. If you if you've ever if you guys have ever been part of this VR headset stuff, it's a little bit strange. It's a little bit strange. What's going on, guys? So if you have thoughts on this, love to hear your your ideas. Uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubleminds.org, click the Discord link, and we're talking about Zuckerberg today. We're talking about his uh, announcement of the metaverse and uh, well, what does that mean about you and the algorithmic control and all the rest of this? Like, like I've seen, you know, both takes in the chat saying it's it's concerning. Had some calls tonight describing how uh, that maybe this future isn't the future that uh, we, we signed up for. Uh, it's unfortunate, right? Well, but then again, uh, like all technology, like Todd was saying in the chat as well. Well, you know, it's it's about how you use the technology. Don't let yourself be manipulated. Okay, and he's right. And but I think in the same two things can be true at the same time. Okay, meaning that this is something to be concerned about this new metaverse, and then also that uh, well, don't let it overtake you. Don't let it become uh, the thing that tickles your emotions one way or the other and starts fights within the family. You know, like this type of stuff. So anyway, here we go. There's a little bit more that we'll read with this. Like I said, I'd rather hear from you guys because well, uh, hearing myself talk is just hearing myself talk. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's go to this. Finish this up real quick. Okay, so uh, if you're unfamiliar with the metaverse, it's a bridge between the physical world and the virtual one. For Facebook, that means you'll strap a VR headset like the Oculus Quest 2 into your face and interact with your friends in a space that looks like your actual house, which I described previously. But uh, to that end, the company is releasing something called Horizon Home, the consumer-friendly counterpart to Facebook's Horizon Workrooms VR-based meeting software, which means you could meet your friends in your personal space station, right? Or whatever you whatever you want to at a, at a casino, a casino in Vegas, right? Or wherever uh, out there on the French Riviera, right? You can make this happen wherever you guys can meet wherever you want to meet in this virtual space. And here we go. The idea is that by having the freedom to cre- recreate your home in VR, you'll have a more welcoming space to visit friends, which we said, but what happens when it starts to become other things? other places? What about being able to slightly manipulate those emotions? What about all those things? Uh, Let's see. uh, Jennifer says, I've done VR headset thing about a year ago. My friend had one and in 10 seconds, I felt like I was just sitting too close to a television and nausea like instantly. And exactly. 
Like I said, uh, imagine uh, getting like a sort of the, the, the floor fall out from under your feet when you're not expecting it. Like those are the types of things, right? You think they're not going to test this stuff and find the best way to manipulate your emotions that way through fight or flight? I think they are. I, th- I think this is exactly where they're headed with this because they're, they're, uh, they're doing it now. Again, with these, these engagement algorithms. And these people on social media, by the way, these people that have tons of followers, they think they're so smart. They think they're so smart, right? They get on there and they, they crap on people every damn day. And they think they're just so smart, right? Look at all the followers I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, c- congratulations. You're a masterful, terrible person. Congratulations. Plus one for you, or sorry, plus five for you, angry emoji, right? And that's what's going on. That's what this world is becoming. And it is. It permeates into actual reality. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. So, okay, there's more here. Uh, What else do we got? Meta. uh, We got the seven for the secret never to be told. We got this. Uh, Here we go. This is pretty funny. This is from vice.com. And you guys got to see this uh, because, yeah, Facebook, or sorry, Zuckerberg announces a fantasy world where Facebook is not a horrible company. I don't like Vice, but, uh, well, high five on this one. (laughs) Facebook's new name, Meta, and its new mission is to invent a metaverse that will make us all forget what it's done to our existing reality. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yep. Moments before announcing Facebook is changing its name to Meta and detailing the company's metaverse plans during a Facebook Connect presentation on Thursday, Mark Zuckerberg said, quote, some people will say this isn't a time to focus on the future, referring to the massive ongoing scandal plaguing the company's re- uh, the company related to the myriad ways Facebook has made the world worse. Quote, I believe technology can make our lives better. The future will be built by those willing to stand up and say, this is the future we want. Yes, right? This is the future we want. Okay, fine. The future Zuckerberg went on to pitch was a delusional fever dream cribbed mostly from dystopian science fiction and misleading or outright fabricated virtual reality product pitches from the last decade. Go vice. Go vice. For once, hey, what do they say about a broken clock? It's right, two days, two, two times, two times a day, right? I was about to say two days a week, two, two times a day. All right, anyway, uh, so go vice. For once in a, once in a blue moon, life, uh, vice, is, uh, vice is correct. Uh, here we go. So uh, the future Zuckerberg went on to pitch, again, delusional fever dream, good stuff. Uh, rather than hang out with people in real life, you could meet up with them as Casper the Friendly Ghost style holograms and do historically fun and stimulating activities such as attend concerts or play basketball. Yes, right? How about that? Yeah, uh, there you go. You got this nice version of this individual just chilling out there playing chess with his ghost counterpart friend uh, out there in what, Central Park or something? Out there on the, the, the streets of Italy? I, I, I don't know. Uh, what, what's going on? I have no idea. Uh, Rome, maybe? I don't know. Uh, those presentations had the familiar vibe of an overly ambitious video game reveal. In the concert example, one friend is present in reality while the other is not. The friend joins the concert inexplicably as a blue force ghost and the pair grab, quote, tickets to a, quote, metaverse after party. Yes, right? You see what's going on here? Uh, in which NFTs are for sale. This theme continued throughout as people wandered seamlessly into virtual fantasy worlds over and over, and the presentation lacked any sense of what this so-called metaverse would look like in practice. It was flagrantly abstract, even metaphorical, showing more the dream of the metaverse than anything resembling reality. We're told that two real people filmed with real cameras on real couches are in a, quote, digital space. 
when Zuckerberg reveals that Facebook is working on augmented reality glasses that can make any of this even a remote possibility, it doesn't show any actual glasses, only simulated footage, simulated footage of augmented reality from a first-person perspective. Which, right, remember uh, when Google announced that they had the first uh, virtual assistant and all the rest of this, right? Well, uh, that was faked. Uh, It was not ready, and it was PR, and, well, it it was not ready, okay? Well, how about this? It's the same thing. Like I said, we're going to watch in in the third hour. We're going to be watching a little bit of this video, and you can see exactly what they're talking about. It's not what is actually built yet. It's like this cartoon version of what they describe it's going to be. Okay. That's cool. Where's he, he never put a headset on in this, uh, this nice little demo that they did. But I don't know. What do you think? Like I said, if, if you think I'm overreacting about this, that's fine. That's cool. I'm just not going to be turning my house into a space station anytime soon uh, with these VR goggles, right? And do you think really that uh, this is going to be good long-term for people's mental health? It's like basically uh, every time you want, you can put on rose-colored glasses except when you're based with the actual real world. And then you got to take it off and you got to go see what the real world is actually like. What do you think? We've, we've learned what such polarization can do to us just in terms of, well, uh, you know, politics and uh, ideas and thoughts and, right, the, the, the hive mind and things like this, individuality. Like, like, literally, if you say you're an individual now, I want to think for myself and I believe in the Bill of Rights. You're labeled a terrorist, it's like, what? Are you really? This is where we're at because, of course, it's so polarizing. It means you're so far against the party that uh, you're, you are. You're, you're determined to be dangerous. And I think that's where we're headed with this. I think it's unfortunate that uh, it's just one more way to divide people. It's one more way to sort of slice themselves off from the actual reality they should be paying attention to. Like I said, I don't know the answers to everything, clearly, and I never claim to, so don't get me wrong there. All right? I, I, again, I get the, the haters in the comments say, ah, this guy, da, 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 he's flip-flopping, he doesn't know. The-. No, I'm talking about this, and I'm talking about it with you. All right? And if, you, if, if, if literally, if you want me to be a propagandist like everybody else and just tell you, tell you, tell you, tell you, I may as well be on the take from Facebook, right? Pay me Facebook, and we'll just sell this crap for everybody. All right? That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to talk about this stuff. I'm here to not be a dick to everybody. Okay, I'm here to say, look, these engagement algorithms are nefarious. It's a dirty trick. Don't fall for it. The neighbor that you think is a Nazi is your neighbor, is your damn neighbor. Stop it. Just stop it. I don't care what they say on Twitter. I don't care. I do not care. You understand what a Nazi actually is? Come on. It's ridiculous. And that's the world we live in. And there we go. There's my rant, a little bit more soapboxy than I like to do. But, well, uh, this, this, this uh, irritates me. It irritates me because, well, we have this company that says, well, th- our next reality is just a short step away. Okay, well, what about the last reality you just played Scorched Earth with? What about that reality? You want to do something about that reality, Zuckerberg? Please? How about we fix that before we move on to this cartoon garbage reality where everything is rose-colored glasses? How about that? Why don't we fix that first, sir? Kind sir. Anyway, all right, there you go. There's the soap soap soapbox moment for tonight. Uh, like I said, I usually don't do that, but this uh, it does it irritates me. This Zuckerberg stuff really kind of pisses me off, and well, here we are. So uh, I'm not typically an angry guy, and I'm not really mad mad, but you know, I'm irritated. 
it's okay to be irritated. But okay, so let's get the hell out of here. As you know, as we continue doing this and talking about this, we do this four nights a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Talk about stuff all over the place. Lovecrafty and old ones, that wasn't a joke. Portals, that wasn't a joke. Vampires and werewolves and all this other stuff, those were not jokes. We talk about that stuff. All right? We look at mythology and folklore and all the rest. But tonight, well, I'm irritated because Zuck, well, you're lying. And uh, we'll get to that as we go. Uh, as, as we're done, the bad news is we are finished. The good news is we'll be back, well, uh, Monday with Most Troubled Minds at 7 p.m. So uh, thanks for listening. If you're listening to us on The Fringe, stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. If you're listening to us on any other platform, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds coming up. And, of course, uh, well, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, what's up, guys? We've got a third hour of Troubled Minds coming up, and uh, we're going to take a quick two-minute break. You guys know the drill. Thank you for all the amazing phone calls. Thanks for all the great chat. Like I said, I understand. I get it. Uh, technology is kind of a two-edged sword, uh, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do our best talking about this and considering it. I'm going to play a little bit more of that video if you guys haven't seen it, and that's Mark Zuckerberg discussing the actual metaverse, all right, and that uh, cartoon representation of what it actually is, which, of course, is not exactly what it is because... Well, it's a it's a marketing campaign, all right. That's what it is. It's not a demo. It's not anything. He doesn't put a VR headset on at all. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, love to hear your thoughts on this. Still taking your phone calls, and as long as you're interested, we'll keep on talking. 702-957-1037 What's up, Bailey? LOL Meta. You're in the right place, definitely. LOL Meta. All right, more troubled minds. Two minute break. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. Tonight, we're talking about, well, uh, Zucker Turd. What's up, Bailey? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, right? And uh, this this new, well, thing that he's creating, this metaverse, as it were, all right? We're rebranding the parent company, not we, Mark Zuckerberg himself, uh, the guy that seriously seems like an android, which is really funny, uh, by the way, we'll get to some of those comments from the YouTube, <laughs> his YouTube video in just a moment, which are, are classic. But, uh, right, he seems like Data from the old uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, right? He seems like that guy where you're like, like, is this guy, is this dude a real person? 
Like maybe maybe the VR maybe the joke is on us and maybe he's like the first the first VR projection from somewhere else that's projecting into our reality and we're like wait a minute like you know you kind of want to like push his shoulder and be like is this dude real this guy he doesn't even make like real person faces this guy right it's always like he's always like a robot like always like and you know it just you know watch him it's bizarre it's i don't know whatever like clearly uh, socially awkward to the nth degree but i don't know uh what's up thank you robert for the uh, the generous donation there on uh, the tip on rockfin appreciate that my friend uh what's up tam bam i see you over there uh so the third hour guys we uh we can you know no radio breaks to get in the way we can just let our hair down a little bit and uh yeah there we go that's what's going on so if you guys want to um if you want to do uh hang out and uh, talk about this we're taking your phone calls 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 thank you again to dark devious and robert for the uh, generous tips over on rockfin appreciate that guys uh, there you go. Sherry's got it right. I throw metaverse in the lake. That's a callback to our good friend Frank from the old days. You know what you do with your VR headset, guys? You throw it in the lake. That's what you do. Back then, it was uh, your Amazon Alexa or whatever the hell it was. Well, now that's what you do with your VR headset. Yeah, Tam Bam's got it right. I agree. Of course, it's not healthy. Like, how can you literally live in this actual, like, alternate reality that's like cartoons and expect that this is going to be, like, healthy for our, for our, our brains, right? It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay, great, great chat over there, guys, uh, over on Rockfin and everywhere else. So here we go. I don't know. What, 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 what do you guys think? That's, that's, uh, let's watch some of this video if you guys haven't seen this. This is Mark Zuckerberg himself with his robot face doing his robot thing and uh, talking about, yeah, the metaverse. Now watch. Watch this. This is him, again, envisioning what this is going to be like, all right? This is exactly his vision of what the metaverse is. But remember, this is not a demo. This is a marketing campaign. And so the thing that's going on with this is, well, not exactly as he's describing it. Because, of course, well, that's not what marketing and PR campaigns do, right? They embellish things. They tell you the best parts about it. They don't tell you it's addictive. You think, when's the last time you turned on or saw like a, a, a I don't know, like a vape commercial or a, or a cigarette commercial? And they were like, oh, these things taste so good, but they're absolutely addictive, right? They're, they don't do that on the commercial, of course not, or you'd never buy the crap, right? Well, here we go. Mark Zuckerberg trying to prove to us that the world we live in is so shit that he has to offer us this one, including after his dumbass company went scorched earth on our own reality, now he's creating this reality. Let's watch. Let's see him. See him? Check, check out his face. Look at this smug... Ugh. Anyway, here we go. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually, it has things that are only possible virtually, and it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just gotta find something to wear. All right, perfect. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hi. Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh-huh. Who made this place? It's awesome. <laughs> right? It's from a crater. I met in L.A. Uh, this place is 
amazing. <laughs> Boz, that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's yes, call her. Naomi. <laughs> hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around SoHo hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, I love the movement. Wait, it's it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Brilliant. Privacy. Okay, there's your VR street art, and uh, just in case you wanted Lovecrafty and old ones, where well, there it is. There's your VR street art, and uh, it isn't. It is a Lovecrafty and old one. <laughs> anyway, what's going on? Uh, how you doing, Joe? Uh, I, I I draw with stick figures. This would not work well for me, right? What's up? Uh, Lily says I'm already feeling sick. Yeah. So we're going to get to this. So as, as Zuck tells us, privacy and safety need to be built into the metaverse from day one, right? Our privacy. This guy talking about our privacy. This is this is my whole point, right? Come on. Really? Mark Zuckerberg talking about the privacy of people. Really? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. There you go. There you go. Jennifer's got it right. Ha ha ha. This is so going to destroy people's lives. That's what I'm saying. We ain't even talked about the sex robots yet, right? Remember we talked about the sex robots back in the, the VR stuff? Wait till we get to VR sex. Hold on. It's coming. Guess what? It may not be or it may be part of Facebook, but it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, this is all exactly what the hell is going on. This is going to turn the world upside down. And so let's go to our good friend, Todd. Todd's been a, uh, a critic of my show into the chat. What's up, Todd? Are you there, buddy? Test one, two. Can you hear me, my friend? I'm here. What's up, buddy? Don't sound so uh, excited. How are you tonight? Well, this whole thing, is it's, it irks me. Okay, it irks you it also irks me probably for different reasons but, but go yeah ahead. for different reasons definitely sure why right. thank you my man what's on your mind huh all right first of all but that whole thing that you just showed that's already been around for a few years with vr chat it's nothing different from vr chat except being able to call somebody on facebook it's completely the same you get to pick characters people create rooms they create art like that the, all this is already done. It's not new. He's, he's just trying to get in on it. And the whole thing about uh, um, Facebook uh, making people hate each other, that's bullshit too because people are taught to hate. They're, Facebook's not t teaching you to hate. People are just latching on to groups of other people with groups of other people because they, they, they have the same thoughts or same feelings towards a certain thing like democrats and republicans they were still there before facebook was there now they just have a place to group up and say it online you no, know no, what i'm no. saying wait, wait wait but but surely you got what i was describing there how this is leaked out where they were pushing people being pissed off at other people's posts intentionally because once again right uh it's been said that the, the let's say the speaker of the house and i'm not going to say in, in names right to piss anybody off but the Speaker of the House said uh, in the past, no matter who it was, that the true power is that they get to set the agenda, 
which means they get to get they get to pick and choose the items that come up for votes and all the rest of this. So even though right there's like ten thousand things to vote on, they are talking about the five things right because they picked them. It's the same thing with the Facebook algorithm. There there's ten million things out there that may come across your your newsfeed, but they're going to pre-select the things they think they'll get the most engagement from, which means. Number five, the pissed off emoji gets five points and the thumbs up gets one point. And so that's how they're putting it in your face. But that's that's just smart business. That's what all businesses do. Okay. All right. So, so I'm with you in that, like, if you're, if you're on the game and you understand what they're trying to do to you and you don't let it fine, you can use Facebook as a tool and be fine. Okay. But you got to understand, right? You got to get that there's a lot of people that don't think that deeply. They think this conversation we're having is conspiracy theory, all right? Exactly, but you can't blame Zuckerberg for their ignorance. Okay, fine. Fair enough. How about for uh, for stoking engagement algorithms to make people fight more? How about that? What do you think the news has been doing for for, uh, decades with wars? They put up what they want you to see. They put up things that are going to engage your emotion and make you think a certain way. It's all an agenda. It's the same exact thing. You're correct. 100%. I I agree with you 100%. This is just a new way of doing it, a new platform to do it on. And I agree. And like I said, and you could not let that get to you, you know, 20 years ago before Facebook existed. And you could also not let it get to you now. And I uh, 100% agree with you. I'm not on Facebook picking fights with people because it's it's a waste of time it's literally a waste of time but that's what they want from you uh, do you have a twitter account todd no we should get on twitter and fight maybe we'll have, have we'll be famous by like next week or something i don't know let's do it man let's get a twitter account and fight we'll be uh, like uh, but i'm just i'm just speaking realistically like all this stuff that he's offering right now is already out there he's just using his brand to to bring it out more to get it out to more people because right now mostly kids use vr there's some adults that do it because you know adults like video games too but a lot of even there were oh, years ago there was this thing called uh what was it called uh it was some kind of virtual check i forget what it was called though it's really popular though i actually met one of my girlfriends on that but it's actually a game where you can dress your, your character just like this guy. You can make him look however you want. You can put tattoos on him, all that shit. You can build your own apartment. It's exactly the same thing, except he's just making it more technical, like being able to, unless, actually you're saying skins, so he could probably just put the skins on the furniture that's already there, which is basically like the other game, only it was already in-game. It's not your actual furniture. You know what I'm saying? It's just one step more. But it's still go. It, it's still been around for years. Okay. All right. Uh, but again, right? Uh, we can disagree. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Because- uh, how is it not the same though? People go in there in chat rooms. People go in there to talk to people. People dress how they want. They make their shit look nice, so other people want to come there. It's the same thing. You think so? All right. So yeah. did you watch the rest of this? So so you can uh, again. Once you come home, you could literally just reinvent your entire space. Like I said, you could. That's what you can do that in video games right now. Not in a video game where it's your home, where you set down your cup of maybe juice on a space age table in a space station. You can't do that in a video game right now. This is what they're. But saying. it's basically just a a, a a skin on your over. You're still looking into something technical, which is like a video game. It's basically the same thing. It's just a different way of doing it. 
Okay, agreed. However, don't you think it's unhealthy at some point where you could live your entire life in a video game? People live their entire lives in video games now. Some people don't work. Some people play video games for a living. Okay, all right, and that's it. You think you, what think do you mean? That's and? Totally well, that's it. You don't think it's unhealthy you, at all in any capacity. People say things are unhealthy. Some people don't. I mean, people said video games were harmful for years, but everybody still plays video games. Well, but people say a lot of things, right? Exactly, and that's exactly my point. Exactly my point as well. But people saying things and also having algorithms stoke them into fights are two completely different things. And so I think people, but you, you say, but this whole algorithm thing, it, 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 it annoys me because people taught people to fight all the time. Why is it different? Because a computer is just putting that same thing out there. It's, it's instigating you. It's antagonizing because you just like people do because they're doing it to my grandmother. That's why. And she doesn't, but understand people did it happened. to your grandmother before technology was out there. People instigate and antagonize people all the time. All right. So I guess just let it flow. <laughs> let it flow. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, it's whatever, because it's basically, it's basically the new version of the old world. Okay. I'm fine. Like, I'm fine not engaging in that at all. And if you, you're into it and you want to do that, I support your oh. opinion and your ideas and the fact that you maybe want to do that. It's fine. I'm not saying I want to do that. I'm just making a point that it's not new. It's people are doing it already. Just not, not on the same scale as him. Okay. Because it isn't built yet. He's this is what he's talking about. I'm going to play a little bit more from this video. So uh, what else you got? What else you got? while well, we got you here, my man. There's, uh, there's more. So he's going to get to more of this. I don't know if you watched any of this coverage today, but it just came out today. That's what I'm talking about. It. I'll just listen. Go ahead. Okay, let's play this. Now, this is Zuck talking about privacy and safety. And this is, uh, again, you, you want to trigger me? Here you go. Here, here's, uh, here's Zuck oh, talking about that. Brilliant. Here we go. Playing it and action. Privacy and safety need to be built into the metaverse from day one. You'll get to decide when you want to be with other people, when you want to block someone from appearing in your space, or when you want to take a break and teleport to a private bubble to be alone. You can hear that, right? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. You're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse. Almost any type of media that can be represented digitally, photos, videos, art, music, movies, books, games, you name it. Now, lots of things that are physical today, like screens, will just be able to be holograms in the future. You won't need a physical TV, it'll just be a $1 hologram from some high school kid halfway across the world. And you'll be able to take your items and project them into the physical world as holograms and augmented reality too. One part of this is Horizon Home, which is our early vision for a home space in the metaverse. Horizon Home is the first thing that you'll see when you put on your Quest headset. Today, there are already a bunch of options to choose from, and in the future, anyone will be able to create one. We've just called it Home until now because it's been missing something very important, people. Soon, we're going to be introducing a social version of home, where you can invite your friends to join you as avatars. You'll be able to hang out, watch videos together, and jump into apps together. Then, there is Horizon Worlds, which is where you can build worlds and jump into them with people. Horizon is designed to make it possible for everyone to create, 
and we're already seeing people build some really interesting experiences, from creating new games together, to throwing surprise parties in VR that family and friends around the world can join. Over the last year and a half, a lot of us who work in offices have gone remote, and while I'm Okay, we'll get to that in a bit, uh, the remote working thing. But okay, I don't know. Uh, like you said, you, you really think that this is nothing new here. Everything okay. is, that exists, you don't think this on like a on a, a huge scale is going to be detrimental to uh, people's mental health overall. That's my contention. Okay, let me, let me put it like this. Star Trek, the hollow, the hollow deck. It's the same exact thing. Only the hollow deck in Star Trek is more real than this. And they use that to to help uh, better their mental health in some cases. If they do stories, they do, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, they throw concerts, all that kind of stuff. This could also be used for people who want to build stuff and other people to see their creations like that. It can be used positively. It's not all negative. Of course, of course, like anything, like you were describing previously, and I agree with you, Technology is a double-edged sword and it depends on how it's used. But of course, right, if it's embedded to be spyware and be used against us to stoke our desires or fears or all of that, then we have a problem. And I think that's where the problem lies. And we'll see. But again, right, we're supposed to expect that this guy, Zuckerberg, who's been dishonest all along about the things when they asked him in Congress and all kinds of things, he's got a long track record of just being full of shit full of shit but instead of politicians but people still vote for them well that's true that is true but still right we're talking about this all right so i don't know uh, like he's he's full of it he's full of it is this real probably not yet right is it going to be probably yes is it going to break people's brains probably yes right because people like you said people like i said people don't know when to stop sometimes and you know and everybody is on a different sliding scale of how they handle themselves how they understand what's going on in the world around them all of that maturity adds into that we're talking about adding this stuff to like teenagers i mean fine sure like there's there's a lot of really brilliant smarter than me teenagers out there okay it's not i'm not saying age is a, is the specific thing i'm saying there's also a lot of very impressionable young people out there as well you see so there's a whole mix of folks and what they're going to do of course is tweak those algorithms to get the most out of what they need and well anyway those are my concerns it's, and that's why i'm talking about this it's basically all mental control and life's always been about mental control schools are about control jobs are about control this is about control too and what's different about it it's te- it's it's digital that's the only difference uh okay uh, we can again we can disagree on a lot of this but i don't think so i think it's uh again it's it's uh it's it's dealing with have you actually have you ever put on a, a vr headset have you ever played these games i've never played with the headset no but i have uh played that uh vr game vr chat or whatever and all pulling or pulling people into rooms creating your own rooms making art all that you can do all that now in in a video game that's like 20 bucks okay all right if you think it's exactly the same thing well all right you you may be right i completely disagree anything else what else you got my man like i said it's okay if we disagree that's just the way it is and like i said i'm not uh, todd and i are old boys uh, he was uh, the second dude ever on troubled minds so uh yeah we go way back and uh, we disagree quite often but we're still boys what else you got my man that's basically it it's just it's it's nothing different it's just digital okay and it's and kids today kids today are already all into the cyber shit 
So it's just adding on to it. It's not, it's not like it's going to affect the kids any different than it already does. Kids have apps. Kids have uh, VR headsets. They're already into all this stuff, so it's nothing new. How is it going to affect their mental, your mental mind frame, when they're already learning how to use uh, iPads and all that shit as three-year-olds? You know what I'm saying? It's just going to add to it. That's all it's going to do. Okay, and so we agree it's going to add to it. Yeah, but not how it's not going to be any more negative or positive than it already is. All right. In my opinion. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks thanks for your take, Todd. You're the best, my friend. All right. All right, man. Have a fantastic one. There you go. Love to hear your thoughts on this guy. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Uh, like I said, uh, that's that's what this is all about. It's, it's about getting together and having a conversation. And it's okay. You see, it's okay. We can disagree and it's fine. Nobody's going to get mad. I'm not mad. And over there in Rockfin, they're like, oh, Mike's going to get mad. Nah, it's fine. This, this is what it's all about, right? It's totally cool. Um, so if you guys have uh, different ideas or the same idea or anywhere in between, we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. Going to play a little bit more of this video because it is pretty fascinating what uh, Zuckerberg here is proposing. And if you want to be part of the show, love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. What is this metaverse? And is it, uh, as Todd can Intends, is it no different than a three-year-old with an iPad? I guess that's the uh, the actual uh, question here, right? Uh, kind of two different ways to look at this, and I think that it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it is what it is. So let's play more of this uh, more of this actual uh, Facebook Zuckerberg stuff and see what he says about. I know James is hella mad. James, you're mad. All right, let's see what uh, let's see what Zuckerberg has to says about uh, about commuting. It, it work in the metaverse. Here we go. A lot of us who work in offices have gone remote. And while I miss seeing the people I work with, I think remote work is here to stay for a lot of people. So we're gonna need better tools to work together. Let's take a look at what working in the metaverse will be like. Imagine if you could be at the office without the commute. You would still have that sense of presence, shared physical space, those chance interactions that make your day all accessible from anywhere. Now imagine, that you have your perfect work setup and you can actually do more than you could in your regular work setup. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. And as we focused more on work, and frankly, as we've heard your feedback more broadly, we're working on making it so you can log into Quest with an account other than your personal Facebook account. We're starting to test support for work accounts soon, and we're working on making a broader shift here within the next year. I know this is a big deal for a lot of people. Not everyone wants their social media profile linked to all these other experiences. And I get that, especially as the metaverse expands. And Do you think he gets that? You think he respects that boundary? Seems like he hasn't to this point. And that's, this is what I'm talking about, right? There's a whole lot of stuff that, fine, you can say, yeah, he, he's, a, he's a shady businessman. Fine, fine. But come on, really? Like, we're supposed to buy this as, well, this is the next level of... The Shangri-La, the digital Shangri-La? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he'll respect those boundaries because if he did, right, it would be a very transparent thing to just turn off all tracking on Facebook with one big-ass switch. He'd be all, don't track me, click. And then he's like, okay, you can't use my service nine ninety nine a month, right, to use Facebook. Well, how come that's not an option? Because that money is not the, the, the value. Your data is the value because it's lifetime. It's your lifetime data right? If he tracks you, even if you use Facebook for two years and you stop and never go back to it, he 
and Facebook has two years of your life cataloged, every data point. You understand? That's the value. That's why if he was honest and transparent, he would say you could turn tracking off entirely and just pay him for the service monthly. But he doesn't. You see? That's my point. That's why I'm pissed off about this. And that's why this guy is uh, he's shady. He's lying. And well, I'm uh, I'm waiting to see how this blows up in his face. And do you th- do you guys think this is enough to cover uh, the scandal that's going on? Do you think that that that's what's happening with uh, uh, the the Facebook papers? Do you think they they maybe bump this up to change the name right now when uh, possibly right they're trying to kind of overshadow some of the other uh, terrible shady stuff is coming along with it? So here we go. Uh, there we go. Yeah, you're right. I don't use Facebook, by the way, Todd. I I don't. <laughs> okay, here we and go. I'll share more about that later. But I'm genuinely optimistic about work in the metaverse. We know from the last couple of years that a lot of people can effectively work from anywhere. But hybrid is going to be a lot more complex when some people are together and others are still remote. So giving everyone the tools to be present no matter where they are, whether it's a hologram sitting next to you in a physical meeting or in a discussion taking place in the metaverse, that's going to be a game changer. I think this could be very positive for our society and economy. Giving people access to jobs in more places, no matter where they live, will be a big deal for spreading opportunity to more people. Dropping our daily commutes will mean less time stuck in traffic and more time doing things that matter. And it'll be good for the environment. We plan to continue. And it'll be good for the environment. You got to add that in, right? You always got to again. This is a this is a PR a PR thing here. This is again. He's not going to highlight any of the dangers of this because he's not going to. Again, like I said, that's why that's why we need to have these conversations. Uh, again, what do you think? Uh, you know, we got a couple takes here tonight. Uh, a few, several actually. Uh, do you think I'm uh, overreacting? And it's okay. Like I said, it's okay if you think I am. If you think this is uh, good for the future or no different from what was happening 10 years ago, that's cool. I'm open to that. I disagree, but, well, uh, that's that. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So, um, uh, all right, uh, Bailey's got it right, too. You still get tracked if you uh, if you have deleted Facebook. Uh, uh, deleting Facebook doesn't suddenly stop you from being tracked. And that's true. That's exactly true, by the way, because uh, they're, they've got tentacles and everything. And that's that's part of what's going on with this. So anyway, what are your thoughts? Like I said, if you guys aren't really that interested and you're like, yeah, come on, man, you can do better than this. Bring back the Lovecrafting and old ones. We'll do that on another show. But I, I think it's important to note, you know, kind of uh, keep our feet in the real world sometimes and look at what the hell's really going on. Like this is the next fantasy step to what? To dystopia, right? To uh, tr- to increase tracking, to uh, increase... Uh, uh, again, like, like, I think the, th- the biggest thing for me is that mental health break, right? Meaning that uh, people uh, are having a harder and harder time just dealing with the way the world is anyway, uh, you know, just because it's it's kind of a sick world, if we're honest, right? If you want to take like a close critical look, uh, there's some things you just avoid because it's a sick world. And well, uh, then imagine if you get to just uh, step outside of that sick world every waking moment. That's what's on my mind tonight. I don't know. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. We'll play the rest of this video. And like I said, if you guys aren't interested, that's cool. We can just end a little bit early. And then, uh, yeah, I think I've kind of made the points I need to make. Uh, who else is here? Let's see. Uh, what's going on, Ronald? Uh, danger. Destroy. What's up? You guys You guys over on Rockfin cracking me up. Uh, yeah. What's up, Mary says? Yeah, true. You have to keep them in the real world. I agree. And you have to be, uh, you have to be aware of what's going on in the real world. It's easy to just kind of step off into a fantasy 
fantasy world. And uh, and I'm not saying again, I'm not saying video games are dangerous. I'm not that guy. I'm not in that camp. But I'm saying this is not just same thing as a video game. That's my point. All right, let's go to uh, who is this? Um, looks like uh, Joe. What's up, Joe in Florida? Welcome to the show, my man. What's on your mind? Cool. Good argument. The last call made a good argument. Um, my neighbor, when he brought up the game, and I totally forgot the name of the game, uh, my neighbor behind the fence, I, I call Apocalypse Bill, uh, but he looks like Charles Manson. Manson. But anyway, fellow a little bit older than me, he's probably, probably playing Dungeons and Dragons in late 70s, early 80s, but um, he played a virtual game and met the girl that he's with now through the game. And uh, he used to tell me in the backyard, he's like, yeah, we could do a virtual bike ride and a virtual this and a virtual that, you know, it's fun with all avatars. Um, and he seems normal. I mean, whatever normal definition is, um, I think listening to the caller and kind of understanding his argument, yeah, these things are always there. There's always some kind of indoctrination. Um, there's always something going on. I think for me personally, not that it's an argument, but what has happened the last four years and even before that's with the other Democratic administration, the rise of social media in general has made me personally realize that I'm looking at people that might be able to make a decision like the last caller and maybe like most of us not to get sucked into things. But I lose faith because I believe that while most of us might be able to pull out of that manufactured reality and be good to each other, hopefully, my faith is shaken when I look around and I see indoctrination and I see cults, and I know that those people probably have has always have always been there, but this type of media seems to make it come out a little bit easier, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, well, and and again, right? Like we don't even know what this thing is yet. To be honest, to be perfectly honest, what this uh, what we're looking at this video representation is not it. Like it's it's his vision of what it could be, what it should be, right? In the vision of Mark Zuckerberg. But again, right? Like m- m- again, the whole point I'm trying to make is sure, fine. Todd's right in in a bunch there, but I think we disagree on the fact that uh, this is going to be damaging. I think it's going to uh, to be uh, because it's easy, right? It's easy to step outside of reality and, and video uh, like playing Grand Theft Auto is not the same thing. By the way, uh, they're actually implementing Grand Theft Auto in VR part of this as it starts. So so if you want to go jack I mean, a, a liquor store or right like stomp a stomp a hooker on the corner, well, congratulations, you can now do it in VR, right? Anyway. Oh, uh, you got to save the hookers. You got to save the hookers. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just it's, saying. It's a double-edged sword, though, you know, when, when you it's, it's, a, it's a great argument and counter-argument. One argument might be what he says to help economies. Well, how is he going to help the economy? Well, how is he not going to help the economy? We already know that with, that with the virus, 
less people were, and you know, it's a fact that we were not in office spaces. So now what happens? Do we have alternate uses for those office spaces? Who's going to maintain those office spaces? We've already built that concrete mess to begin with. So who's going to be in them? On the other end of it, maybe we're going to use less power. Maybe we're going to use less fuel because we can commute and be home. And maybe be home with our kids. So those are all the outcomes that I don't think any of us can really get 100% right. You know, none of us are futurists here. Um, But from an economic standpoint, I think what bothers me is what's tangible and what's not. You know, if he makes the comment in the video, somebody could pay a dollar, you know, for this or that. Um, You know, you go back to snow crash and reading a little bit about that. There's hyperinflation, a dollar or cryptocurrency. In that book, Snow Crash, there's cryptocurrency, except they don't call it crypto yet. So what happens? Maybe they're preparing for this in a larger scale that none of us are seeing. Maybe they're literally preparing for this, where we're going to be locked up in our houses when, you know, when the virus round two comes out and whoever wants to comply complies. And the rest of us who don't want to comply, we take our chances in the streets, in the literal streets, not the virtual streets. I think that's I think that's the big question mark. All these games up till now, you know, you can blame music for this and for that, for shootings. You can blame movies. We've all made that argument up until now. The question mark remains: What's going to be done with it? With the information, what's going to be done with how we use it? How's this going to affect our lives? versus the outside world and what's going on in the outside world. We know what's going on in the outside world now. So I think he's, you know, Todd's playing devil's advocate. It's a good job. It's a good argument. It's an excellent argument. I agree. I agree. Uh, but again, so we'll have to see where it diverges there. And only only the future will tell. And, and, and again, like I said, a discerning individual won't get sucked in by these things. Okay. But again, right. Like, uh, it's about being centered about, you know, to go to Yoda for a minute. It's about being calm at peace. It's be, you know, about not being manipulated by mass media and by, you know, the people calling you terrible things because you disagree with them politically. Right. It's about not being flapped by those things. But again, right. We have the whole world flapped by those things. So, you tell me, right? And then so just the other thing, you and I, well, yeah. And then the other thing is, you, you know, uh, quick example. You know, I've got a couple of friends of mine on my, on my Facebook. You know, and uh, they lean towards a very conservative, total pro-gun. So much that they post pictures of their guns, and I'm just like, be the gray man. You know, I tend, and I can delete them. There's a million times that I have people on there that I can delete. There's guys that I used to play ice hockey with that we used to fight in the locker room. That, you know, one guy was born again, and we used to argue in the locker room. He's on my Facebook. He doesn't delete me. I don't delete him. You know, if I don't like his comment, I'm smart enough to keep scrolling. But I guess, and I guess with Todd, you know, Todd's comment, I, I can't put words in his mouth, but he would be smart enough to keep scrolling too, it sounds like. But what a lot of us don't see is that my view, at least, is a lot of the population is not smart enough. They get suckered and we get drawn in. He makes the argument about the newspapers. Yeah, you're right. Headlines, if you just read the headline, you don't get the whole story. You know, it, it's, 
it's just bad news. And then the other thing is that this social media, which we clearly know has been affected, is that it's been affected by bots. Whether you believe Russia, China, whatever, whatever you believe, you don't believe, we know that it can be hacked and we know that it can sway opinion that's quantifiable and measured. Whereas all these other video games, again, up till now, you know, I'm sure if you monitored those games, you'd probably get the same results, but the games were made for games. It sounds like they were made for entertainment or for money. And that's why you pay for the price of the game. This potential platform, this platform is free, and like we all agree on, it mines our data for Wall Street and for who else. Again, if you're going to make that much money and you don't want to pay taxes, pay me. Pay me so I can buy the loop. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> back, to back to the loop. Speaking of loop, uh, this, this is from the Daily Mail before you go, Joe. Uh, how virtual reality porn will change your sex life. Here we go. From ultra-realistic romps with adult stars to sex toys synced on the screen uh, to on-screen action, Tracy Cox says 3D porn is booming and your partner is probably already watching. There you go, my friend. There you go. But you know, my question is, you know, I might buy into 3D porn where they could actually make the smell. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, the real thing. I, I need the real thing. I, I just, you know, it's got to be the real thing. I, you know, I'm married. It's my wife. If i got to wait, i got to wait. But there ain't nothing like the real thing, you know? Uh, so you put, but you're right. You're right. There's people that are going to, you know, there's people that are already addicted to those addictions right now. That's probably a fetish. Will it ever be mainstream? You know, it's, uh, it remains to be seen. But what's left of the physical world? Does it, does it fall down around us? Zuckerberg makes the comment, this kills me. He makes the comment, oh, you can show up to work in your sweatpants. You know, my line of work, I can't show up to work in my sweatpants. There's got to be a bare minimum. I got to at least look halfway decent. So if you're a priest, maybe you could show up without without any pants. I don't know. In the virtual world. I don't know. How does (laughs) that work? Oh, Joe with the jokes. (laughs) Joe with the jokes. Yeah. Anyway, have a good night, guys. You're the best, bro. Thanks for the call. Have a great night. Joe in Florida. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this? We're talking about Zuckerberg. We're talking about uh, Meta and this Metaverse. Again, you know, we've had, we've had some differing thoughts on this, and that's okay. That's, that's what a conversation is all about. And, uh, you know, Todd's got a, a great point in that, uh, you know, many companies don't have your uh, best interest at heart because, well, they're trying to make money. All right. And so they don't care how they make that money. Right. Again, selling cigarettes or whatever is terrible for people. And they're still making money doing that. Right. Uh, Killing people, sending them to the grave, you know, maybe decades earlier. Well, but they got their money, didn't they? So it's you know, it's not the only example here. There's plenty and plenty of examples along the way. But I think that's the thing, right? It's not, it's, it's, once again, cigarettes are not ubiquitous, right? They're not like one of those things, like, you know, just for, uh, just for comparison purposes. They're not in everybody's home, right? Facebook is, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be, right? Clearly, it doesn't have to be. And what, like Bailey's saying here, Bailey's uh, correct as well. Facebook is designed specifically to discover what draws you in and then blast it to your phone all day. That's what makes it different, the personalized system. And I agree. That's, that's why, uh, as they say, right, uh, uh, targeted advertisements, okay? It's the same thing. Uh, targeted um, uh, 
uh, targeted anger, uh, scratching that itch, you know, that social itch or whatever. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, what do you guys think? Like I said, uh, kind of made my points here. There's a little bit more to talk about. You want to talk about that sex thing. Imagine that, right? VR sex. Uh, Let's read just a little bit of this and then add this to the, uh, well, who knows? Like I said, who knows? Uh, anyway, so uh, this is from the Daily Mail. This is from a couple weeks back, and it's uh, how virtual reality porn will change your sex life, et cetera, so on. And again, I don't know. I'm not a prude here. I'm not saying don't do any of these things. I'm just saying that, like, look, once you can step out of a reality into another reality and it's convincing, don't you think there are uh, issues that are going to occur with your brain? And here's another perfect example, all right? Uh, right from the article, I can usually predict the next sex trend by the emails and messages I get. And right now, my inboxes are screaming virtual reality porn. Quote, I've just discovered uh, my partner with a VR headset on touching himself. One woman writes, now I know why he's not interested in sex with me anymore. Okay, sure. The VR porn industry, computer generated simulation uh, of three dimensional sexual interactions is big business. The global value of the VR uh, VR adult content market is expected to rise more than 700 US uh, billion, uh, 700 US this year to 19 billion by 2026. Uh, Pornhub averages half a million views per day of the 3,000 free VR videos it offers on Christmas Day. That can shoot up to 900,000 views. Wait, what? Uh, okay, anyway, you get the idea, right? Like I said, I'm, I'm not, uh, I am not, again, trying to tell everybody what they should do or should not do. Don't get me wrong there. I'm just saying. At some point, don't you think all the digital stuff, all the bombardment of the algorithms and the engagement, the engagement, right? The five points for the mad emoji, just bombing on your brain constantly, constantly, constantly. Well, you turn on the TV, you turn on Facebook, you do this, you do that is detrimental to our mental health. That's all I'm saying. I think it is. I think it's a hugely, I think it's hugely detrimental. And uh, all right, here we go. I'm not sure who this is. Uh, Test one, two. Would you like to be on the show? Hello. Yes, it's uh, Boomer. Ah, holy crap. What's up, Austin? How are you, man? I was just uh, seeing that VR sex stuff, man. That is so, like, that is the best example of dehumanization right there. And I just had to, like, hop in for that. Okay, so you're into it. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> you see what I did there? The imperfectness of us as humans should be it takes maturity to accept and getting rid of that thing that builds our character that we give each other in our imperfections is going to turn us into a big baby culture. Like goo goo gaga is going to be our vocabulary. Like we're going back into the stone age with our mental health for sure. If that gets really streamlined, like that's just like, it's it's just like uh i don't know how else to explain that i mean we've learned so much from each other through our past relationships with people that we may not even like at all right and we've sucked it up you know we've learned how to adapt how to build character in in a different way and it takes out the flavor uh, i can't keep running on it, it is what it is yeah, yeah, agreed. And like I said, part of this, excuse me, part of this, the, the way this goes down is, I, th- I think that's what's going to happen. We're going to start breaking. It's going to start breaking people's brains and uh, br- literally cracking our consciousness uh, because we're forgetting, like, like you know, we're forgetting what it means to be human. Those imperfections, those right, those moments of quiet, those moments of, 
you know, uh, not an engagement algorithm trying to sell us something or piss us off, right? It's, um, I, I think it's, um, I, I think it is. I, I think it's something to be aware of. And again, right, uh, as, as Todd was saying, I agree. I agree. It depends on how you treat this stuff, right? As always, technology can be used for good or bad or both. And well, it just depends on how you approach it and how you uh, kind of adopt it into your life. And so that's why I like to talk about this stuff because it, people don't consider it sometimes. They're just so, so in a hurry to get like the next big thing and they don't really consider what it may do, right? What it may do to themselves, to their relationships, to their families, to their friends. Who knows? Like I said, I'm not the guy saying you should, should or shouldn't. I'm saying I'm not going to because it's my choice and I respect your choice to do or not or whatever. But I'm saying, right, there's a, there's some things here that could break people's brains. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually not that concerned about it just because I can see how these people that choose to go down that route are just going to kill themselves uh, characteristically and they're not going to have any social skills. So the ones that preserve their social skills will probably flock together, you know, and will just surpass them and through evolution naturally. Yeah, uh, well, and until you're labeled a uh, terrorist, and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and, and then you know that's always the fear. The fear porn's always going to be there. You know, we just that's part of the character building too. I mean, if we're going to submit to that, then we're just throwing away everything that makes us human, right there. One hundred percent, absolutely, man. Uh, what else did you hear about this? Uh, the rebranding of the metaverse and all this. Do you care? Like, man, whatever or. Yeah, I was pretty much like, man, whatever. Like, I see the VR thing. It's going to be huge, you know, like pollution's going up, you know, climate lockdown's underway, you know, don't leave your house. You got your VR now. Look at this. You can have all your friends here and, you know, we can build the suit for you so you can feel sensations or maybe you can smell things and you can just totally escape in the VR world, you know? Like, they're going to push... They're going to put us shit really far, for sure. Because that's a good place to get us all, like, in little boxes that we already pay rent on. You know, that's genius. And then and then make you pay more more to be inside the box, inside the box you already pay rent on. Yeah. To pay rent on that Yeah, one dollar avatar. Right, exactly. So you, hear, you heard what he said. You heard what he said. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's, there's your it doesn't answer. seem like much at first. It'll probably be really cheap at first. And then when everyone gets sucked into it, you know, there'll be inflation there too. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not, again, I'm not the digital prude, but I, I am... Uh, I am uh, saying just be cautious. You guys know. You guys know. If you listen to this show, this is the stuff we talk about all the time. There's nothing new here with, you know, the algorithms and the, you know, the all this other stuff. It exists. It's a real thing. And uh, that's that. Got to get the clean electricity, man. Nature has electricity to it. It can be measured. It can be – you can take equipment out in the woods and gauge frequency of – the forest and then gauge frequency of the vr that you're plugging yourself into right it's not harmonious it's not like the natural electricity that we and nature holds agreed 100 percent. there's something to it and it's been hidden for so long and we're really starting to figure it out like the positive part of the internet coming through in the 80s like when it really started to peak which I wasn't in those times, but from my understanding of it is it, it was always like this free thing. And then it's turning into every action being counted 
turning into us going into these virtual boxes where every action is counted and uh, pretty much the opposite of the idea that inspired us to create the internet to begin with. Right. There was supposed to be some, some form of anonymity, right? But you see what that does too, right? You get these people with these sock puppet accounts and phony names and crap just, just flinging poo at each other on Twitter and stuff. Like, the, the, like I can see that argument as well. It turns into a cesspool, right? Because everybody's yeah. like, oh, you can't catch me, can't catch me, right? But then, uh, hold on, right? Eventually, because of that stuff, they start cracking down on it. Because what do you get? You get trolls. You get troll farms. You get like these these uh, foreign state actors with like hiring hundreds or thousands of people to just you know be quote actively politically active, right? I mean, it, it's all manufactured, man. It's it's unfortunate, but that's that's the world we live in. So so how do you do it, right? So do you fix it and do you go like uh, something like that, like the full on social credit score with China? You're not allowed to make a Twitter account unless you like do the retina scan and a, a stool sample, or how do you think you fix it's it? Always, it's always going to be best to just look inside ourselves and take personal response-ability because if we're unable to re- respond, we're not response-able. And use your imagination. We got. We, there's always another choice. If you got the imagination, you can make the creation, the solution to it. And it might not be as convenient as Twitter, but there is plenty of alternative platforms out there. I mean, we're not in too much of a dystopian nightmare yet. We can still make our private groups and we can like leak them out into these other groups that like Twitter or whatever, maybe a little bit. And we're not going to get as much attention because there's algos against certain types of information. Sure. But we still reach people. We're still reaching people on our frequency. I, I really truly believe that people that are on our frequency will find us in some kind of crazy way eventually when it's the right time i believe everything happens for a reason the vr thing's inevitable the that taking off uh i was pretty scared of it at first but i don't have to comply i don't have to like plug in to that i like to play games sometimes, but I like to be looking out my window at the same time, you know? My TV's, like, right next to my window. I like to see when stuff happens in the sky that might be sort of questionable and being plugged into VR, you're not going to notice any of that. You're not going to notice someone, like, in your backyard, you know, taking your stuff or whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, who knows? I mean, again, like I said, uh, Todd's right, Todd's right. And then uh, you said the same thing. You have the option to unplug, right? You don't have to do any of that. And that's part of it. But like, like a lot of people kind of have that don't know when to stop. And, you know, again, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. They should, sure, they should have the ability to. But, uh, again, we're, we're getting this stuff from Zuckerberg, who's a known liar. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. right? I mean, and that's that's being easy on him. Like, this dude has been, like, grotesquely deceptive for a very long time about what he's doing. He's, he's testified in Congress straight up lying to them about, oh, you know, we take that very seriously at Facebook. Bullshit, bro. Like, bullshit. Like, the, these papers dumping right now are saying otherwise. So, anyway. Anyway, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, any other thought on this? What we got you on, my man? Thanks for hopping in here. Uh, find some 
uh, take some risks. Work on talking to strangers, you know? Don't be so scared. I am. I'm having trouble with that, to be honest. And uh, I know that's the solution to this, is me to get more old school about being social, because that's a skill you don't really want to lose for anyone older than me grow, that had the opportunity to grow up in the 80s. I know you got to see the benefit of the social interaction and how it made you stronger characteristically. And I feel like we need that brought back. I agree. And uh, again, so it comes, it always comes down to your choice. And as long as we have choices uh, and we can make those for ourselves, well, um, I have hope for the future. Uh, The second this becomes like a mandatory sort of situation, well, then we have a different problem. So uh, we'll keep an eye on it as always and do our thing. And uh, yeah. There we go. I think people have to think like me too much. I know that's like my weakness. Like I'll get too judgmental when I'm out and about like, oh, you know, these are retards. I can't say a lot of things now. And I feel like when I put on like a professional character, I get drained out over time because I'm like, this isn't who I am. Like I like to be a pretty wild personality, but at the same time, I don't want to get into conflict. And I feel like that might just be natural like people are gonna swing at me you know yeah eventually somebody's gonna and uh right yeah (laughs) yeah eventually eventually yeah todd's got it right never change regardless of tech Uh, keep in there man keep keep being aware and uh keep keep pushing yourself right keep putting yourself out of your comfort zone and, and pressing to be to connect to real people, right? Not not uh, uh, troll six seven five eight nine on Twitter. Not that guy. Real people, real people, man. But yeah, you're the best, Austin. I appreciate you jumping in here, and uh, you're great. Have a fantastic night, brother. All right, have a better one. Thanks. Uh, let me on the show. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, bro. You too. You too. All right, let's finish this up. All right, so I don't know. Like I said, some good some good conversations tonight. Uh, and like I said, I'm not the arbiter of truth. I've never claimed to be. Uh, but I do contend that the technocrats are not 100%. And I think in the, the, the politics that be in the political spectrum, all that stuff, that is not the truth. And so that's that's my take here. That's my that's what I've always been talking about. Listen to me. Don't listen to me. Somewhere in between. I don't have the answers. I'm giving you my ideas on the things and hopefully starting a good conversation here. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's what this is all about. So you guys know the drill. We're going to keep on doing this. Uh, Tomorrow we have Troubled Minds News at 3 p.m. on Twitch. So if you guys haven't joined up over there, please do. And uh, yeah. We're done. That's it. So uh, thanks to all the great calls tonight. Thanks to all the great chat. Thank you again to Dark Devious and Robert for the generous donations, the tips over there on Rockfin. I appreciate that very much. Thank you guys for the great calls and thinking about this with me. And uh, we'll we'll pay attention, right? We'll we'll keep an eye on this. And I'm not one to get sucked up in the VR stuff, but if uh, if this becomes a thing, right, then it's something we'll look into. We'll we'll look at what they're describing and how this is real or not, and all the rest of this. So uh, there you go. There you go. As you know, that's what we'll do. We'll continue to keep an eye on these things as they develop, and uh, let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. All right, so the bad news is we are done. The good news is, God willing, we have tomorrow. So, well, we'll be back tomorrow on... uh, There you go. Troll67589 is your friend. Well, tell him I said to, well, not be that guy. Not be that guy. So, anyway, uh, that's what I... 
like I said, I'm not the arbiter of truth. You guys don't worry about that. Uh, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm willing to change my mind as new evidence comes about. So there it is, right? That's what this is all about. It's just a conversation. And in the old days, well, sometimes they turn into fist fights. Today, well, it turns into people behind keyboards calling each other names, Nazis, and other things worse. So, well, I'm saying uh, let's not do that. What's up? Uh, Terminal Orc says, eyes wide open, no fear. Yes, sir. That needs to be a t-shirt. Eyes wide open and no fear. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Thanks for being part of this conversation tonight. Like I said, a little less boring than Lovecrafting and Old Ones and Portals, but we'll get back to that at some point as well because you know us. Uh, I think that's the beauty of this show to me because uh, we don't talk about the same thing every damn night. Uh, sometimes it's a little less compelling. Sometimes it's a little more, but uh, everybody has their own flavor. So try and mix it up quite a bit, and we'll, we'll uh, talk about this as it develops as well. So there we go. As we finish this, thanks thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for being part of it. Thanks for all the amazing calls. Thanks again for the donations, the tips over there on Rockfin to Dark Devious, and, of course, uh, Robert. And, uh, yeah, let's get the hell out. So we'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Pacific, and Troubled Minds News on Twitch. And otherwise, if you want to help the show, you guys know what to do. Go to troubledminds.org. There's a merch there if you want to buy some of that. New merch is on the way. We're working on that. And also, uh, just spread the word. You can sub up on Twitch or you can sub up on Rockfin. That helps a lot. But just spread the word. We'll listen to the podcast feed. There's ads over there. Every every few pennies adds up. And if you want to help, you don't have to spend money. You just uh, spend some time listening to the podcast feed. That'll do it. That'll help get it done. Appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much. And Yeah, exactly. Uh, Derek's got it right. Facebook's video chat app is called Portal. There it is. Imagine next time you're actually in like the VR space and you fire up your portal and grandma is a Lovecrafty and old one. There you go. We worked it in. We worked it in. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> All right. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. As we finish, you know the drill. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. From the Indianapolis Motor Speedway to the epic climbs of the Tour de France, NTT is changing the game. By delivering deeper data insights, trailblazing digital experiences, and technological innovation, they're revolutionizing the fan experience. The future of sport will be shaped by technology, and NTT is leading the way. Come along for the ride. To learn more, visit services.global.ntt. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.